Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new, J-Dub? Hey, it's Hefe. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. All this, all this grandness right here, we call it the Hideout. Come on in. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I'm just searching for the grandness right now. Can't find it. Where's our little cutout thing? I thought that was supposed to happen like three months ago. That would be grand. That goes on the wall. That would definitely be grand. Uh, That's Chunks. He is the radio bottom. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger, which is Real Radio Hideout. He is also the star of RealRadio.fm. And he has a big stunt coming up uh, in six days that we will be talking a lot more about. Next Wednesday. Tommy Bateman, our producer. He runs the talk and roll controls. I'm the advice giver on the show. Uh-oh. I don't even know what that means. Um, New segment tonight. Oh, really? Letters to Bateman. Oh, God. All right. Any uh, sex, love, or relationship questions, you can email them to me anytime. Wait, wait, Bateman wait. at WTCast.com? Yes, that would be the uh, address. I thought it was Kevin Batts at... Why do you have to confuse people? FM. Where's Hooch? I don't know, school or something. All right, Hooch isn't here, so... MIA on her last week. Yeah, second to last day of the hideout. All right, fair enough. And uh, that's intern Putin who was taking your phone calls at uh, 407-916-1041. Hello. And 888-978-1041. This bastard has been so weird today. What do you mean? How is that different from anything else? No, I mean just completely inappropriate, I could say. Um, Me, Chunks, and... Putin were riding the elevator up today, and we we start at the first floor. It opens at the second floor, and this lady walks in. There's a little girl right behind her, and the door shuts, and the little girl's still there. So uh, Putin says, hey, don't worry. There's only like three kid touchers in this building. Oh, my God. It was the most uncomfortable joke i think could have been made whoa 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 whoa, whoa. all right there's a there's a blood drive going on right now uh well there was today and one of the ladies who worked for the blood drive that's who he told the joke to all right so a lady who was here for the battle of the broadcasters blood drive yeah had her child here i don't know if it was her child or not okay did the did the kid get on the elevator no all right so the kid was left behind yeah and so Putin turns to the woman and says, Yeah, yeah, don't worry, there's only like three kid touchers in this building. And then he looks at... Whoa, 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 what? And then he looks How old was the girl? Ah, she couldn't have been over like eight or nine. Oh, my God. And then Are he, you kidding? He looks to me and says, Hey, Dubs, how's your conversion van? 
like pulling me as a human shield on this bad radio bullet. And the so worst he, comedy straight bullet I've ever seen in my life, and I'm getting thrown right in the middle of it. All right, Chunks, you were there? Yeah. That was that was just mm, cringing. And I looked, and I was like, oh, thank God he didn't throw me under the bus. I was just sitting in the corner. I wasn't going to peep up at all. So me, I'm forced to go with this thing and try to make it somewhat comfortable. Okay, but it seems like he named you as one of the kid touchers. Yes. Which, uh, I'm not. Hmm. So, not active. All right, what, what ends up happening? All right, now, what's the woman's reaction? Uh, she wouldn't look, she was standing in front of us, she wouldn't turn around. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to touch a kid. Hey, come on. All right, so, is she just weirded out? Does she, I, does I she, would imagine, I would be. Does she make any comment? Um, uh, a after, very, very, very uncomfortable laugh. Like a, huh-huh. <laughs> and Putin as it is, if you go to realradio.fm and you see him shirtless, he also looks like he too could be one of the three. Wasn't yeah. he wearing his diaper? <laughs> Not his, that. All right. He found know. someone else's. Okay. So, okay, so now you're stuck in this elevator. And by the way, the elevator's here at the Clear Channel so Compound. slow. And I'm sure it was just even slower at that point. Yeah. It wouldn't, it, the, this ride wouldn't get over quick enough. Okay, so what happens then after the... Uh, all right, so he, he names you as one of the alleged kid touchers yes. with your conversion van. He alludes to me. Uh-huh. And then yeah. what? I'm trying to go with this. Are, I'm, are you are you going to run the bit as well? or? I did. Okay, what do you say then? I'm like, I'm like yeah, the van's fine. You know, I'm like... I have to go with it. I have to just kind of go along with the conversation. All right, Putin. Yes, sir. What are you thinking? What are you thinking being here in the Clear Channel compound during the Battle of the Broadcasters blood drive with making kid-touching jokes and then implicating one of the hosts for which you work for? And putting me out there by name. So it's not like they could have said, oh, uh, that, some they, guy. They, yeah, they must have been, you know, from the, uh, engineers or something. Yeah. Well, you don't look smart enough to be an engineer, but. They rarely do. But they're smart as hell. <laughs> what are you thinking? Not very, very well. No, I want to know literally what's going through your mind. Did it strike you, did it strike you after you said it as a bad joke? No. I. So you thought you got over? I, I was just laughing when Doug was re- retelling the story. He still thinks it's funny. He still doesn't find the... I'm Matt Albert. I mean, this lady could have been a mother or something, and you don't know her background. That's what makes it even funnier. No, it doesn't. No, you don't go around... Making drop. kid toucher jokes. You don't know if she was touched as a kid. What was... I want to... Can you, can you give... Can you show me? I know it's radio, but I want to see the look that was on her face. I couldn't see her face. She wouldn't turn around. She, all I could see is, uh, I mean, all I could hear is just a very uncomfortable laugh. And the fact that she wouldn't turn around at all. All right, Matt Albert says he wouldn't even touch that. I saw it. I was on the other side of it. All right, what was the look on her face, Chunks? Well, let me come in. All right. Chunks is coming in here to recreate the face of the lady. All right, Dubs is on that side where he's sitting. Yeah. And you are Putin. All right. All right. No, I'm sorry. You're the lady. Okay. 
I don't want to be the lady. All right, you're Putin then. Right. I don't want to be Putin. All right, I'm you. All right. Let me see a look on her face. She tells a stupid ass joke. All right, why don't you recreate it? Let's hear it. Ah, don't worry about the kid. Uh, there's only like three pedophiles in the building anyway. All right, he said pedophiles. Yes. All right, then. All right, and then what's the look on her face? Right, you want to stand up. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, open mouth. <laughs> And then just looking around with side the, to side. With the double look, with the eyes, like, real quick, as in this is that. You know what I mean? This is And awkward. he doesn't stop. He puts me in the middle of it. And she was, like, lighthearted when she got on to the yeah. elevator and just got quiet all of a sudden. Yeah, she, she looked very bouncy. Yeah. Bubbly. All right, new rule. Putin? Yes, sir. You're no longer allowed to ride the elevators here at the Clear Channel Compound. For the rest of your internship. But that could be bad because if he's in the stairwell and someone happens to be taking it. Oof. Now, Stuck know. for longer with someone. And I, there's no cameras in there that this? I know of. He can ride the elevator, but if anybody else gets on, he has to get off. And we're serious. No one else can be on the and elevator. And new rule. You can no longer hang out with any of us. <laughs> if you're going to be throwing the kid toucher thing around and putting me in there. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to... All right, Matt Albert has a brink, has a decent point. What's that? No, really. Who wrote it? Um, all right, Matt says, I wouldn't even tell that joke. He says, telling a kid-toucher joke to a mother is like telling a Hitler joke to a Holocaust survivor. It's, oh, it, it's it, that stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's just so... You don't know who you're talking to or what, you know, what nerve you're going to strike with that. I mean, if we're on the air saying some kind of kid toucher joke, that's fine because... <laughs> Actually, why? Why is that okay? Well, it, it's a different situation. You it's know, diff- you're, you, you aren't talking it- to one particular person. No, instead we're talking to thousands, a lot of them who probably have been touched. That's fine. No, it's Because not. we aren't targeting them. And no, you, the exploiting reason, them right in front of their face. The reason it's okay with you is because you don't have to be in the same room. Exactly. But yet, when you make those kid toucher jokes, you know there are a few people riding around in their cars who have to turn the radio off and start crying yeah. into their wheel. Hot. Hot. See, now you're doing that. Now I'm turned on. Why wouldn't you, whenever Putin says his thing in the elevator, you should have gone hot? Run with the bit. I'm not going to run with the bit in front of a mother who just left, I don't know if it was her kid or someone else's kid, on another floor. Yeah. She'll laugh when she grows a sense of humor, I'm sure. What does that mean? 407-916-1041, Have you ever put your foot in your mouth like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, my biggest one has to be, you were there. Um, We were on lunch with a bunch of people from our old station. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, the uh, one of the ladies on the lunch was... Ripping into me. She's a promotions director. Yeah, she was our promotions director. She was ripping into me. She's pregnant, mind you. And she's uh, ripping me about how bad my voice is for radio. You have a bad voice? Yeah, I guess so. I've never I've never noticed. To me, you sound just like, um, you know, like a Walter Cronkite or something. Just like real professional. Like newsy. Yeah. I would expect to hear someone like you on like CNN News. Well, they've asked me. Right. Well, I'm glad you turned them down. I like you being our news guy. But the thing is, uh, the lady there, she was pregnant and sitting there making fun of my voice. And she says, don't worry, you'll be fine. Retards will love your voice. 
So I said, well, that's great. Your kid's going to love me then. And so he tells a pregnant woman that she's going to have a retarded baby yeah. while they're fighting at a at an all-country buffet. And there was about ten of us at the table, and everybody got real quiet. You don't tell a pregnant mother she's going to have a retarded child. You just don't. That's another one of those things you just don't do. What, Putin? Why? Why not? Why can't you say that? It's like karma. It's bad luck. It's not. It's it's really. It's not a nice thing to do. Why would you screw around like that? It's funny. It's a joke. Not to the pregnant mother. I mean, and again, that would have been fine if we if it was me and you just sitting in a car, you know, saying that lady is going to retard a baby. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm in shock. Oh, speaking of, by the way, too. Um, somehow Putin has gotten my cell phone number. Oh, really? Which pisses me off. Because I made a mistake and gave it to Hooch. And now Putin has it. How did he get it? Yeah, I'd like to know how he got it. And last night, I was so tired. I get home, I'm getting undressed, I'm really about to go to bed. It's like Bad visual. Come on, it's hot, actually. I got some new pictures of me, I look really, really, uh... I'm really starting to look like Vin Diesel. <laughs> Radio's Vin Diesel. Now, I get a call, and I, it's from Putin. And he's just moaning into the phone. He's literally moaning into the phone. I think Putin's got far too comfortable here. And I go, what are you doing? And then he just keeps moaning. And I go, dude, you're so effed. Don't you ever... Ever call me again? We're gonna deal with this tomorrow. What? In my defense, I I still thought you didn't know it was me. If <laughs> I, so, I thought I was just what? So you thought you were some sort of a prank caller calling me? Yeah, hiding behind that uh, veil of anonym anonymity. <laughs> oh man! All right, you know what? What? You know what? I bet you have never told you. That it was him. I knew it was him. So few people have this number. Yeah. Try dealing it with dealing with it every day, especially at four or five in the morning. What? People calling you up and moaning in the phone who have found your phone number somehow. Oh, by the way, Rebecca says you really need to answer her text messages when she texts you. Get on that. Yeah. Putin. Yes, sir. I need you to bring me your phone. Uh, I don't have it with me right now. Tommy got it. <laughs> now Putin's all hey. tied up. <laughs> Good job. Don't do it, Tommy. Nice, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. Good job, Bats. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. We have Putin's phone. I don't know what we're going to do with it yet. I haven't decided either. The phone number should be in there. Actually, let me see it real quick. Hold on. You know what? Let's take a break. We'll take a break. I just have something I want to look at. All right. Let me see this. Putin, you got a little comfortable in the hideout, didn't you? No, sir. <laughs> Obviously you did. Don't ever, ever call me unless you're calling to confirm my Chinese food order. <laughs> you finding a few phone numbers? You want Maybe some people you want to call? Actually, I'm uh, seeing if he's saved your number in here yet. He don't seem so happy with his little kid toucher jokes now, does he? That's so coy. And we'll take a break. He doesn't have it saved in here yet. Let's see how long he talked to you last night. Uh, menu, call logs. Quick break, we'll come back. Dialed numbers. It's a hideout, row radio, 104.1. Hey! 
Wow. I've had an interesting time going through Putin's phone during the break. Oh, boy. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, before we go any further... <laughs> All right, let's get let's get caught up for a second. Okay. Putin made a very uncomfortable kid touching comment to a mother during the blood drive today. That was first. Secondly, somehow he got a hold of my number last night and called me after the show inappropriately moaning and groaning into the phone, acting like he was a prank caller. I have uh two questions. Well, one question now, for we, Putin. We stole his phone. Yes. Okay. Bateman got a hold of the phone and brought it into us in the studio. Here's what's going on. Putin, I will allow you to earn this phone back. You might change your mind after I ask him his question and show you something on this phone. First question, Putin. Why do you call Hefe Jonah? Because I figured he would check my phone to see if he, I had his number, so I renamed him. And that was the first name that popped into my head. Why would Jonah fall, fall into your head? I don't know. I think it's a neat name, and I thought it suited him. All right, you know what? Hooch, take over the phones. Putin, get in Chunks' office. I don't want to, Or should we get him in here? No, keep him in there. Now, I went through his text messages as well, and I found one that is very, very interesting. A text message that's, you know, just piqued me a little bit. Here's all it says. Uh-uh. Get in there. Here's all it says. The only one simple little word, I'm not going to say it, and I doubt you will either. Okay. <laughs> I am livid. <laughs> I... I don't know. Am I don't know who. Livid. I don't know who this word is bouncing around to. I but it's bouncing around out there. Am livid. Now let me show this to Chunks and see if uh, this would piss Happy off. Oh man! <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, I am livid. Oh wow! I've never even. I would never ever. The stuff you guys have done to me, I would never even think about that at all. Oh, boy. I my boundaries, man. Why don't you go whisper into uh, Putin's ear what I just showed you? Uh, not what, but... Uh, what it is. What it is. Not the actual word. You don't have to turn on the mic. Yeah, turn off the mic. Now... What is the purpose of having this information on your phone? I, now that you know what the... You know what? I'll just say it. Should I? Yeah, well, you don't have to say what it is, but you, you say what it is, but not the actual word. Of course not. Yeah. For some reason, a name that is very close to me has been text messaged... It's bouncing around the phones. To, some, to a number that I have no idea what it is. Actually, it's from this number. Yes. It is from this number. And actually, it's in there twice. (laughs) 
What number is this? Do you know this one? Does this uh, ring a bell? I think I have an idea. Yeah. You know who it is? I think I have an idea of what's going on. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, there. Oh, yep. I know who it is. Okay, I'll say it now. It's my last name. Yeah. I don't know what purpose this would have, you know, bouncing around. Now, I know how protective you are, El Jefe, with, you know, you being kind of anonymous, you, uh, not, everybody not really knowing everything about your personal life or being able to track you down or find you in different ways. I just don't, I, and I was looking through the in and out box. I have no idea why, like what question went along with this answer being your last name. Okay, I am, uh, I am livid that my personal information is being passed around in the virtual world. Especially amongst the interns. Because that phone number is Hooch's. So for some reason, the two of them or passing around my personal information. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What? I just found your SSN. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Chucks. Dude, and you know what I'm thinking? This dumbass over here have no problem, like, leaving his phone out at a bar or something. People go, oh, he works with them. Now, Scrolling his, through it. In his defense. Finding the message. In his defense for that part, I doubt anybody would know what this meant. But still, there's uh, the question of why. I'm very tempted to just find out off the air. I hope you haven't checked have the phone number in there. You know what I mean? Just lay it out with your real name. You know, not your real name, but, you know. Uh, My F-A. information. Yeah. I wouldn't check his MySpace profile then. <laughs> this I was sent around last night. I, I don't even Right know. before he called you. I, I don't even know what to do at this point. Do we talk to them off the air or on the air? Oh, on the air. I'm a little worried. I'm pissed. I'm so pissed right now. You guys are part of the family, but you're not that part of the family. It's so you're fun th- when they get their nu- your number, is it? It's not about the number, ass. <laughs> and I'll give yours out right now. In fact, 703. Hey, we can't, remember? I need the phone. It's yeah. true. Yep. I am so upset. I am so, so upset. Get off the island, man. Before you start spreading it other places. We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back. And during the break, I want both of you in here. I say you leave save it for on the air, but that's just me. Livid. What is this? What is this? What are they doing? I don't know. What else are they giving out? I heard my real last name said back here last night, too. And I don't really? know how that was found out. Bateman? Yeah. My real last name, Bateman. Nice, easy-to-spell last name that I have. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. And uh, we may need some extra help. All right. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. 
and Star 1041 on your single wireless phones. I gotta change my number and my name. <laughs> and your name? I can't, I, I don't know what I was doing giving my phone number to interns. Oh, sweet Jesus. Alright, we'll take a break, we'll come back. We'll see if they're alive when we get back from the break. Uh, Dubs, I need you to do the island alone. I gotta go walk. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. One cracker! I can't just eat one cracker a day! I'm a fat cow! You thought I was gone, but I'm back! It's Missy Elliott! Ah, my heart! I'm a bad man in jail, I'm yeah! Shut this up. This is wonderful talent. All right. Oh, yeah. Come on. I've got a penis. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, we did this battle, the broadcasters. Uh, the blood drive, yes. Well, the station did. There was nothing really ever said to us about it. No. I think I got like an email with it buried in there somewhere. Yeah, whenever I get something from uh, man, I just I hit that little X thing automatically. That's the, what does that do? That's the special management folder. Oh, cool. You just hit that X and it goes to the management folder. I have to try that. Did, did you get the one at the bottom that said uh, "Please don't donate"? No. Okay. Did you get that one, Deuce Children? I don't. Get, I don't get any mail. <laughs> hmm. What's your email address? Personal one. So that way our interns can go put it and post it everywhere. I know his last name. He might. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny he brings that up. Because Text it to me. He actually was questioning me about my last name, and it was wrong. And he goes, I was joking about it because some guy called him and was like, hey, is that, and then said his last name. And he's like, oh, I'll find it. The next day, he comes up, first thing he says to me is my last name. <laughs> it's because I, I left my timesheet in my mailbox by accident, and it caught my eye when I was walking back to the studio. And then when I went to go put it in per, proper person's box, I noticed his was sitting right there. <laughs> How do you spell it? All oh, right, no, I wouldn't do that to you. Butters, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, they're going to sell your information to the communists. Well, they already have it. Signed up a long time ago. Oh, anyway, getting back to this blood drive thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished second. Oh. I prefer second. I, I want a recount. Yeah. Let's... Damn, Florida elections. All right, our buddies at Real Rock came in first, so congratulations to them. I guess. Or are we supposed to be mad? Huh? No, I think it's all for a good cause. I'm, whatever brought the most people, congrats. All right, yeah. Those are our friends anyway. Yeah. I like those guys. I uh, heard another station bad-mouthing our station last night. About it? They said, here at Clear Channel, there's synergy between all the stations, except with us and real radio. Screw those guys. What? Yeah. I was standing right outside their, their studio when they said it, too. How dare they? I don't know. I felt like getting between the ropes and choking them. <laughs> yeah, like you care. You, you don't. You don't have There's any no, station pride. You have no show pride, let alone station pride. Yeah, yeah. I do. You tell people you work for Henry. <laughs> All right, Henry. does. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty, he's I have a low. real radio shirt somewhere at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I use it to clean my bathroom now. Right. <laughs> I right. thought Roxy, uh, your dog, used it. She does. Mm. All right, so Real Rock was first. We were second. And uh, I never heard of these other stations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Whatever. I only I, I only have two I only have two set in on my my uh, presets. Yeah. 
Both of them are real. <laughs> yeah. Guess which one's first? I refuse. <laughs> yes, it ain't good. Uh, all right. So anyway, congratulations. Apparently, you're raising blood. We're giving blood, and that's uh, it's always positive. And Putin's raising blood pressure. Yeah. Speaking of, because he and Hooch have decided to pass around my personal information uh, to each other in the virtual world. Who does that? These two ass wipes. Don't mind me, I'm bold. Now you think it went like this? Was it, was one of them claiming that you liked them better because they knew your last name? By the way, yeah, it's, there's no even, like, there's no real paper trail on why it was sent. I don't even know it. Good. I mean, I'm not looking for it. You better not. Oh, I'll find it. I'll find out how Tommy does it. By the by the way, Tommy is insanely good at finding information. He will find it with. I put. I set him on to find someone from my past. And it literally took him 30 seconds, something that had been taking me years. I want, of, I want to know everything about Douche Show before the end of the next break. All right, well, I know how to spell his last name. <laughs> uh, Putin and Hooch. Mm-hmm. The Ooh, two of you. All right, here's the thing. Are you really playing bowling on his yes. phone? Uh, I love that game. Not only are you not... Uh, did you hear her just say not funny? Not only are you not to look at me... Any longer, you're no longer allowed to discuss me, like actually talk about me, to anyone, including your family and each other. I want all the dirt on them. Keep on telling me. Putin, you are no longer allowed to ride the elevators with others. Hooch, uh, please lose my phone number <laughs> and forget where I live. Oh, she's been to your house? Well, she's been in the general vicinity. I never, No one ever goes to where I live. I make them think I live in one specific building, and I literally walk to the other building. Now, that's going a little far. Well, look at these asses. Well, I'm, sure, mean, I'm sure I my address was... would be out there somewhere, too. How do you get back to your place with that string on your back, though? <laughs> my OCD virtual string? It's hanging right there behind you. Ooh. You're such an idiot, I hate you. I think that the two the, the two interns should apologize to each other, because in a sense, they got they got themselves in trouble, and then they should kiss and make up. No, they can't kiss. We can't make interns kiss each other. I wonder if we can make them smack each other. I hear that's something... They can't kiss each other, but we can have them smack each other? Yeah, I hear that's something you can do on the radio and get a lot of publicity for. Yeah, maybe we'll call it like a catchy name, like Bitch Smack. Yeah. Intern Smack Fest. All right, well, I'm done with you guys. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Ooh, this would be a great theme song for it. <laughs> yeah, this would be classy. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Don't you want me to finish my game give you an update? Oh, you have Putin's phone. We yes, actually were going to take Putin's phone to erase my phone number from it. Make sure that happens. Hey, can I use that for a second? I want to call New York real quick. Call my grandma. Is that cool? Didn't you have some phone numbers you wanted to dial? Yeah, I want to call a couple phone lines. Which ones? Um, I had uh, uh, Chunks print me up some uh, phone sex lines for, it looks like transvestites. So that should be interesting and fun. Do you want to call them during the next break? Sure. On, the, on Putin's phone? Yeah. All right, Hooch, here's how you make it good. Give us your credit card. Ooh, a 170. That's not bad. 
You can really bowl on that phone? Oh, yeah. I have it on my Now, is it the kind of game where, like, you just press a button and it says, you bowled an eight? No, no. Like, like the football ones? No, you have to, you have to actually kind of, uh, you know, do the curve and everything. I am so close to breaking your Is that phone. a Nokia? Yes, it's a Nokia. Oh, yeah. The Nokia bowling game is the best. Yeah. And uh, if you have Verizon, I know there is a uh, Tecmo Bowl game on there, which is superb. See, the the football game I played, it's like you can pick pass or run. And then if you pick pass, yeah, it's just like, too. ooh, 18-yard completion. Yeah. All right, Putin, I haven't decided. Oh, wow, that does look pretty good. Yeah. Uh, five gets the meter going. And uh, the, the three and the four. All right, you got an incoming call. You want to answer it, Doug? Yeah. Putin's got an incoming call right now. Make sure that you can take the mic from the mic. Hey, what's up? Hello. Maybe you should call Crazy Eyes. Get Crazy Eyes in number for us. Hello. This guy's listening to the, the, the air. I can hear it in the background. What's going on, man? <laughs> Ask him if he's got any dirt on Putin. Yeah, we have crazy guy's phone number. That is true. What is she listed in in his phone? All right, all right. Yeah, we'll definitely give her a call. But we we said we're gonna call Tranny, so it shouldn't be a problem. All right. Huh. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, man. All right, no problem. All right, later. Your friends are helping out. I appreciate that. Maybe they'd like an internship. It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. Huh. Why are you so quiet, Putin? I don't know. Yeah. All right, now I'm dialing. you got to have some sort of a reason. Pure anger. Ah! What is it? What are they saying? Tell us what they're saying. It's, I guess, the wrong number. Ah... All right, leave it to Chunks to try to find. All right, let me just make one up. I'm sure I can make one up and find it. I say you actually call crazy. 1-800-SHEMAIL. That has to be one. Uh, I mean, it's a seven-digit. You think it's 1-800 or 1-900? We'll try one You know what? I'd like a suggestion. 407-916-1041, I'll do 900. A good suggestion of... Uh, a good Gmail phone number to call for Putin on his cell phone. They did a lot more expensive on cell phones, too. I'm sure. I say we just get um, crazy eyes up here. Alright. Why are you angry? Nothing like a shoulder shrug on the radio. Yeah. Oh, he was real happy-go-lucky earlier. Now he's livid. Alright, what is Ooh, it about gorgeous. this? Really? Did that one work? Yeah. What What was it? 1900 Gmail? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What'd they say? They're playing right now. Are they already going at it? I, I, this is just the rigmarole. Hold on, let me let me get past it. One. One. And what does it say? Automatically will charge to the number? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. All right, we're getting a couple up here. I can't put these on the air, but those are some other ones you may want to try. Okay. Kevin this one and... seems to be working well. 
Kevin and get some one-on-one hot action with the she-male. Kevin and Gage have uh, one of I won't give out the the prefixes, but one of them is Big Ball, <laughs> and the other one Gage has for us is Wet Boys. Um, yes. What's your name? Sheila. Sheila the she-male. I like it. <laughs> what's your name, Dubs? My name's Putin. Ah, uh, just a. Uh, a pair of mesh shorts. That's it. Hey, uh, is Crazy Eyes working right now? Are you there? Uh, you don't have a Crazy Eyes there? You just, just Could you just yell around your uh, cubicle room uh, for Crazy Eyes, please? We'll get down to our hot she-male sex once you find Crazy Eyes for me. Mmm, yeah. Yeah, yell, yell Crazy Eyes for me. Louder. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Louder. Scream crazy, guys. Come on, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh, that, that's not what it does to you? Crazy, guys. Gets her excited. <laughs> yeah. More. Do you like guys in diapers? Is that what you like? <laughs> I wet one Friday. What's your name? My name's Putin. I like to wet diapers. Yeah. What are you going to do to me, Sheila? Yeah, I, I, I like it that way. I mean, I, I can be a bottom for you. I'm Putin. I like to be a bottom. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think you are more of, a wizard or a warlock? Want you to lock onto this? <laughs> yeah. You'll be the key. <laughs> yeah. Mmm, <laughs> Sheila. Sheila, do it to me. I'm Putin. Pull my dirty diaper away. Scream crazy eyes again for me. Want me to bring you some Chinese food? <laughs> Call me the Imperial. <laughs> do the march for me. What do you want to do with that magic wand? <laughs> Sheila the female? <laughs> huh? Work it. Work your magic wand, you wizardess. You wizardess bitch, you. I'll be your dirty little girl. Is it like five dollars a minute? Uh, four ninety nine. Yes. How that's a bar- That's a bargain. Yeah. It's only well, fifteen I, bucks so far. If I wanted two chicks with, uh, you know, it would be six. What's what's bigger, Sheila? You there? What's bigger, your bulge or your Adam's apple? <laughs> you don't have one. It's hidden. You keep that tucked away too. I like that. All right, we got a break. You can keep this up off the oh, air if you want. I'm going to keep it going all the show. You're going to have hear me have some hardcore she-male phone sex all show on Putin's dime. Thank you, Putin. Quick break. We'll come back.
It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Now I want the hair of the tranny. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I'm not as pissed as I was mm-hmm. uh, because we used intern Putin's phone for... Tranny phone sex. Right. I still, Hardcore. I still don't feel even. I'll be th- I'll be stewing over this one for a while. When she give his phone number out over there. No, that's awful. That's that's just too mean. Well, it's crossing a line. That nudity normally crossed. cheers you up. Mm-hmm. Not Putin what nudity. What the hell, dude? What? Hang on, you guys at the concert were getting boys in their underwear. Yeah, we didn't mean to. Boys. And they were, they were men technically. Yeah, I, I checked their IDs. Barely. It would have been. It was an addition of barely legal, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> barely legal boys. Uh, Hardcore. All right. Here's the thing. We uh, didn't we get into this discussion last week about redheads? What yeah. was it that got us into that? Do you remember? Um, red. There was a study out there that says uh, redheads can uh, don't feel pain to the degree of regular people. That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, we got in the whole redhead discussion of because uh, a lot of people find those girls. And guys to be freaky. Uh-huh. Like there's something wrong with them. Well, we'll find out. Marion Roach uh, has written a book, Roots of Desire, the Myth, Meaning, and Sexual Power of Red Hair. Marion, welcome to the Hideout. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Outstanding. Are you a redhead? I am. Hot. All right. What are the stereotypes then? Because we were, even, we were talking about this last week. There were some things that came up, like, you know... Well, I guess one is like redheads are really freaky and bad, or I don't know. I mean, is that true? That's the one that you hear. It's one of the stereotypes. The great stereotype is that the women are highly sexualized. That the, the women they have, are. and both men and women have really bad tempers. That they're really quick to anger. And then there's That's a lot too. of stuff about witches, uh, redheads being witches that I've heard. I don't want to be racist, but she, it sounds like she's describing a Puerto Rican. What would you? What is what? Where does that come from, I don't want dude? to be racist. But. No, that was incredibly racist and oddly somewhat true. <laughs> um, now, okay, so uh, any of these, I mean, uh, based in truth or no, uh, Maria? Well, it's based in myth mostly, and I like all really crazy ideas. We get a lot of this from the Bible. We get a lot of this from religion. And then it turns out, of course, after thousands of years, and I trace this back literally thousands of years, these crazy ideas we have about redheads, it turns out that redheads are, in fact, hard to sedate. They need 20% more anesthesia than other people. And redheaded women have an extremely high tolerance for pain. Okay. So when you start thinking about a lot of those people who we've mythologized, there's like this incredible first queen of England, Boudicca, who used to ride into, she rode into battle naked on a chariot. She burned London to the ground just after the, the first, in the beginning of the first century. And she just fought on and on and on against the Romans. And you know what? Turns out she had some genetic 
properties that made her strong and hard to knock out. Okay. Isn't that wild? Uh, Marion Roach, Roots of Desire, the myth, meaning, and sexual power of red hair. Mm-hmm. So, like, what studies are they doing? Like, what kind of proof? Like, you could hit a redhead, like, dude or <laughs> or, or uh, woman, and they're not going to feel it? or I wouldn't advise that, because I think you're going to be the one that feels it for a good long time yeah. after. The pain studies were done under fairly controlled circumstances, you know, as science tends to do. I mean, I can tell you from my own research that redheads are just really long, hard fighters. And it seems to be the case in all cultures that there people have been afraid of redheads in some culture, in every culture in the world, at some point in history, what? there Vikings. has been this amazing fear of redheads. Why are they so pasty and freckly? <laughs> well, the hair color travels with a skin type, and the skin type is extremely white. It's extremely pale. Now, you say pasty. To some other men, this is the biggest turn on. Oh, it's all. very hot. I no, love it. It's, it's really I creepy. Yeah, I love it. It's like I trying have, to be with Ronald McDonald. No. Yeah, I interviewed a lot of men who have this, Good idea. as we like to say, this thing for redheads, and they were able to explain to me that it was Clown the skin fetish. more than anything else that was the turn-on. Now, for me, it's the red hair and mm-hmm. both places. Okay. You know? That's what you're into. Yeah. All right, here's another myth I'm going to throw out, and I'm not trying to be a shock jock, but this is <laughs> something that I've actually heard about. I heard that redheads have a problem with, like, smell down there. Like, they tend to be the dirtiest down there. There's no problem. Actually, there's the only thing about the redheads and their smell was done in the 17th century. A man named Gallopin actually said that redheads were the most delightful smelling. Mm-hmm. All right, but that was way back then. Was right. he a redhead? Well, yeah, I think... that was then and now is now, but I'm, you know, I'm, it's the only study I read. All right, let me ask you, uh, why isn't Conan O'Brien the heavyweight champ if redheads are such badasses? <laughs> You know, I always wonder. Conan seems to be good looking in spite of his red hair, but you know, we I tried really? to get on his show and he wasn't he wasn't interested in talking about being a redhead. I'm really surprised. Well, he's trying to fight stereotypes, I guess. I, think I don't he being is. Talk, I think why he would is. you want to bring up the stereotypes of your own uh hair Marion on Roach, your own show? Uh the book is Roots of Desire, the Myth, Meaning and Sexual Power of Red Hair. Now our intern when we got into this discussion had a whole theory. Putin, yeah. I would like for you to try to relate this to Marion, what you have heard about redheads. All right. Um, Marion, have you ever heard of something called, like, the Earth being star-seeded? No, but go on. No. Uh, well, there's just, among the conspiracy theories, the many that are out there, I'm kind of a buff on them because uh, I find them interesting, but there's one in particular that says that redheads were, quote-unquote, star-seeded by uh, a group of extraterrestrials. Wow. And, uh, that, and what does that mean, ass? That means that they're better than the average human. Because they're from outer space? Because they're ha- they're basically half-bred between humans wow. and these ETs. All right, now, and, and this Fabulous. is... And then he, he, he literally, he believes this. Yeah. Have okay. you come across, again, he says that all the stuff about them being tougher and tougher to sedate, that that just is more proof. You know, I, I love the theory. This is what I know for sure. Red hair evolved out of the human, well, it's, it's a mutation, and it came out of Africa only 50,000 years ago. That makes it really, really recent in terms of human history. And it's only 4% of the world's population, so it makes it a mutation that survived. And you know what mutations usually do. They die or they kill their host. So nobody has been able to account necessarily why the mutation took place. So, you know, he's got his theory. I've got mine. Mine is more Darwinian, but, you know, well, uh, it's one I hadn't heard. 
But you said that uh, mutations will kill their hosts. Does that mean the redheads are going to start attacking us normal people? No, the host no, is the body no, itself. Muta mutations usually don't survive and spread across you, you know, large Are you a retard, Chunks? Yeah. I don't want redheads coming around trying to kill us. Can you follow the conversation and pretend no. like you've been in a science class? <laughs> Yeah. How, how are you it, looking? It was eighth. It was eighth grade science, so you know. Yeah. I love talking to redheads. What about uh, Putin? You are, uh, don't ever call me that. Yeah, yeah. On. I've actually heard this. I don't know if it's true or not. I've actually heard that uh, statistically, redheaded men have the tiniest members. Is that true? Okay. What are you now trying you to know, make sure? No, I John? don't know that, but I think it can't be true if redheads have survived. Yeah. Well, one has nothing to do with the other. Well, no, maybe it's because they're so proud of their red hair down there. They, they don't like to clean up, and therefore it looks smaller. Like, yeah, you know, it could be just a whole... Not my, it's just not my line of science. Do you, but, uh, you know, have you ever been with another red-headed man? You know, I won't talk about that, but I'll tell you that I've heard from the women that I interviewed that there's nothing wrong with a red-haired man. Huh. All right, well, Marion Roach, Roach's Desire, the, uh, the myth, True meaning, that. and sexual power of uh, red hair. All right, Putin, you had another question? Follow-up to your conspiracy alien, uh... Yeah, I was just curious. Um, this is Here a little on more normal. Coast? Have uh -huh. you ever read uh, Still Life with Woodpecker by Tom yes. Robbins? Yes, and he's obsessed. He, he's beautifully obsessed with red-headed women, isn't he? he quite. That's that's right, what, one of the reasons I wanted to ask you about right, that. Well, did you, you're just going to ask about other books she's read, or do you have a reason you asked that? <laughs> <laughs> well, mainly... You know, he's not alone. Bruce Springsteen has that fabulous song that says you ain't lived man till you've had your tires rotated by a red-headed woman hmm. well, i don't think i want my tires rotated are they better mechanics i'd rather oral. um all right well you know what seems like some kind of backdoor well, thing marion marion roach all right what is it that makes a uh, redhead so good in bed did we figure that out have we discussed that well it's possible that it's this idea that they are hard to sedate you know they get pretty going and they stay going for a long time i think it's probably because they've been told all their lives that they're so passionate that they're so fiery and they try to live up to it because every redhead i know and i met a thousands of them now are passionate fiery people who do not give up have you ever talked to bj wellman no. Now he's a, he's a redhead you must interview. Yes. We'll see if we can put you now, in contact. Now, I have a, I have a theory about the uh, sexual being of a redhead. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it's because, like you said, their threshold for pain, that they <laughs> that they uh, need to go a little bit further to feel more. Ooh. All right. So they're not getting the normal sensations so, by active, the regular sex. So they, so gotta, uh, they get into it a little bit more so they can feel. I then it well, sounds like it's a bad thing being a redhead. You got to try harder. I think you, you know, you better take your own polls there, gentlemen. All right, we'll get, I'm, uh, I am. Yeah, we Trust have. Me. That was the last segment. <laughs> uh, all right, Marion Roach, Roots of Desire, the Myth, Meaning, and Sexual Power of the Redhead. Thank you for joining us in the hideout. Thanks, guys. Learned nothing. <laughs> Just more theories. I hate theories. Nah, I don't mind theory. Yeah, but I need something to go with it. I can't just have a bunch of theories. Here's what we need while we're having this discussion. We need a redhead in the corner. Uh, to throw stuff at? Doing stuff. Uh. All right, let me say this. I'll, I don't know if we've told this story on the air before. Dubs, you weren't even there. Hmm. But it was back when we were at the edge. Oh, I remember this. Um, and so this this hot, she was like 22, 23-year-old Michigan State uh, co-ed came up to the studio like she wanted to hear a song or tickets so and you know how it, for? when you're uh in rock radio you know you're working the phone horse as we used to call it mm -hmm. so she comes up to the studio and she's in the corner and she goes hey do you mind if i take care of myself while you're on the air and i'm like okay sure and she was high 
And normally I don't get in the redheads. So she, we had a, we had like a, like a stool. And so. In the studio? No. I'm talking like a, yeah, there's uh, a bathroom 15 feet away. It's a sitting stool. Oh. So. None of them are. She puts I'm the, dumping that. She puts the <laughs> stool against the door and gets completely naked. And it was me. Is sure she wasn't Japanese? No. Okay. Come on. It was me and Quasi, who's called into the show before. We were both, you know, mm-hmm. doing nights over at the edge. He was hanging out on the show. And so she starts taking care of herself in the corner. And she's going ballistic. I mean, she is working herself a way that I have never even seen worked before. Like she was punishing herself almost. Then a few other people from the sta- st- station. Mm-hmm. Decide to come into the, the studio. studio, studio? <laughs> yeah, decide that they want to come into uh, and see what's going on. So I can't get too graphic, but before you know it, there are about three or four guys from three or four different radio stations in the building while I'm on the air, all taking care of her in the studio. Nice. To were the, they taking care of themselves too? No, <laughs> but they were okay. To the point that she is yelling and moaning. Well, I'm on the air that they have to cover her mouth because it's so loud and I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble because I couldn't talk about, oh, man. I've been just sagging the whole time. That's a reason. Well, I wanted to go on the air just for the fun of it. So I'm sitting back there saying, it's Lansing's New Rock 92 on the edge. Here's Jimmy World. And this girl is just getting worked. Did you help her out at all? No, man. Wimp. Well, when your four or five of your buddies are already there, you're not interested. Step it, aside, guys. It was almost like I was the um, like I was hosting some sort of a party. Yeah, like some kind of weird fetish party, gangbang or something. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come back. Going to call you a danimal. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Tell that story I told about that redhead who came up to the studio in Michigan. Yeah. Let's see some boobs tonight. <laughs> Chunks? Uh, studio? No. Oh. I got this, uh, I'm just going to call him PCS Man because he's always text messaging me. He goes, hey, best segment ever. Redheads are awesome. Thank you for doing this. He's a brother. He goes, there's nothing better than some black hands on some pale ass. Hmm. I agree. You know, I do have this one porn where it's two it's two brothers, just like gangster dudes. Next. Mm-hmm. And they are... Is that one you fast forward through, Tommy? Yeah. And they are tearing up this redhead. It is um, it is awesome. All right, Chunk says, why not give a prize to the redhead, to a redhead who will get naked in the corner? Good looking one, though. No, anyone. What? Guys, that's kind of gross. You shouldn't make her How about do that. the first one who came up here? How about just topless? Oh, stop. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you? Um, by the way, I got this from Mad Matt Mateo I'm on MySpace. He'll, he'll send me a message. He goes, hey, I was talking to Hooch about this earlier, but I wanted to clear it with you first. I'm not going to be able to come up tomorrow night for the open door policy and her going away party as Hooch's intern is up and she's leaving us. Oh, she's not going to be leaving the hideout. She'll be around, just not... At, at a daily basis. Yeah. He goes, I was going to bring up some food tonight and say laters to her around 10. Just wanted to make sure it was cool. Got food? Better idea. Always How, cool. Why doesn't he show up with a redhead that'll get naked? No, I would rather the food. All right, Hooch, what would you rather since it's your going away party? Answer right, Hooch. 
food. I think he needs to bring food and the and the redhead. All right, fair enough. Um, then we'll do that. All right, Matt says there's a website called Gangland that's great for those kind of scenes that I just talked about, where it's a couple of brothers on a on a white chick. I know of a pretty good one for uh, that thing. What? It's called uh, 24 Inches of uh, Pain. Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, enough. That's fine. There's this one. I cannot remember what it is, but it's like this white girl being so racist with these black dudes. Something summer. If, uh, hey, have we played that mixtape? If, Reamer, if Reamer's online, ask him. From DC yet with the wifebreeders.com? No. All right, we got to play that one for you. That was maybe the greatest interview in the history of all time. Well, then uh, there's uh, also the other one that was along the same lines of Bianca Black. Yeah, and it was just... Yeah, well, you know what? We'll just have to save it. At some point, mm-hmm. when we go on vacation. You guys will get to hear that, and it's uh, I don't want to ruin it too much. All right, Chunks is putting out the chance for Crystal Burgers. Oh God, we went we went on this great commercial too. Yeah, uh, it's not your going away party, although we can. Yeah, if you want to make it that way, we can definitely make. I'm I'm hoping. Hey, what's Sid's phone number? Exactly. Son of, no, right ahead. Oh, you know, speaking of chunks for a second, uh, you know what? That is true. Our old intern said, Cicada, by the way, you put some pictures of him up on RealRadio.fm of a couple of his stunts, including the Cicada Stink Pit. Yeah. Which, uh, go there. This guy looks like a killer clown from outer space. <laughs> or just, Garfield. Just looking at him. <laughs> he does look like Garfield. <laughs> just looking at him. He was the greatest intern we've ever had. Maybe the greatest uh, fourth person ever. Second was... Um Chapin, yeah. who is also in the pictures. Um, but anyway, speaking of Chunks, Chunks has a video game challenge uh, that he's going to do. We're over again uh, seeing our buddies at the Mega Games at 436 in University, where a week from tonight, Chunks will be in the middle of the 14, uh, 49 hours straight of video gaming. Is everything getting set up? I know we had a meeting over there with our buddies at Mega Games. We got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, are we getting all set up for everything that we wanted? Yes, we are. Yes, we're making really good uh, progress. What are the chances of of us getting a live web feed? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's two different ways we can do it, and, uh, no matter what, we will have some kind of feed going up. All right, so either way, we're going to get some sort of a feed on realradio.fm to watch Chunks do the 49 hours. Yes. Yes. Okay, very good. Yeah. It you just know, depends on if it's live or one of those that takes pictures every five to ten seconds. Yeah. It's going to be so hard for us to, like, watch that and not, like, yell and throw things at him. <laughs> well, that's what we'll have him on the phone, too. I oh. know, but, like, just sitting at home, like... And, by the way, we decided for the for the video game challenge, which will start Wednesday night at 7, 49 straight hours, because the guy, the South Korean guy, died uh, 49 hours of gaming. Chunks is going for 50. Yeah. And he was going to rotate between three games. The new Madden... Halo 2, and um, Grand, Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. We have also thrown in a... Uh, a bonus. Dance Dance Revolution. Since they have the pad there. Since we are going to have some sort of a web... Is it going to be that time of month? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> always be. have a pad available. And if you have, if you guys haven't been to this mega game, man... No one likes to roll up ta- toilet paper. It's... Tw- <laughs> Come on. I'm in the middle of a, trying to plug a business here. It's yeah, like, well, we're trying to plug. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but it's uh, 24 hours over there at the Mega Games. Yeah, it's, it's right a, next to the Albertsons there. No membership fees. It's a really, really cool thing over there. I have, uh, I've had a, a lot of fun uh, going over there and hanging out with those guys. They're good people, and they're helping us out a lot by doing this uh, video game challenge over there. So that will start 
uh, next Wednesday. We got a lot that we got to get done before then, but we really want to make it a big deal uh, on uh, on RealRadio.fm. Oh, and they got the snacks and energy drinks. They got one energy drink, and I just can't decide whether or not we can say it on the air or not. I think so. And we'll wait till after ten. Mm-hmm. We'll plug it after ten. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. All right, and people are sending me links. All right, Matt Albert says the name of that chick is Spring Thomas. Yes. I've seen her before. SpringThomas.com, I believe that's what it is. And w- what is this one, Bateman, that you sent to me if you got to be over 18? Hooch sent it. Oh. PornRedhead.com? Also, I think uh, TubGirl.com. Okay, that one is also over 18. Why do you do Bill O'Reilly every time you talk now? Because <laughs> it's the greatest voice of all time. Yeah. The Quick greatest break. Tub of all time. Well, yeah. come back. Chunks Batman Diaries, we got them. Yeah. And then uh, a lot of stuff we wanted to get into as well. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Stiff upper lip ACDC? Big gun. I love ACDC. I thought it said big gut for this next segment, but it was actually uh, big gun. Uh, oops. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we check in with the radio bottom, and uh, it's his past. Chunks used to keep a uh, diary, or journals, until actually we moved down here to Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's run the gamut mm-hmm. between uh, um, childhood stuff to when he was in college and the whole thing. And we call them the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Oh, you're trying. The seg is getting somewhat tolerable. Alright, what's going on, douche? What? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. This one's dated November 13th. 1998. My handwriting is horrible. I hate people. They can't seem to realize my genius. I am thwarted by people thwarted who hate me. I am Super Mario and the rest of the world are Goombas. <laughs> are you when you wrote this one? You 18? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Was it a surprise to you? Who's Ganon? Mm. Hurry up. That's Zelda. I know. Tow truck guy. <laughs> I just saw the Super Mario movie and would have to say it's one of the best cinematic marvels. In 98? Yeah. I just saw it a little bit late. I was watching uh, HBO. You're like 10 years late. What's that? I was just, it's on HBO. It's the first time I saw it. All right, fine, whatever. Everyone has always been against me, even my sister. I am thinking back to a time... When my fear of punishment started. I feel there's no spin zone coming on. Hmm. <laughs> One story in particular... Factor focus. Go ahead. ...comes to my Einsteinium mind. I just found out Einsteinium is a mineral, by the way, on the periodic table elements. Hurry up! Number 86, I think. It's what's written in there, dude. Either way, I remember the story of how my dislike for my sister started. It was a cool fall day in New York. I was six years old. I was watching Transformers on TV. Not too late for an abortion. (laughs) Hey, my sister said. I want to watch Punky Brewster. 
I said, no, you are stupid and fat. That is when I had made Are you my... talking to Dubs' sister? No. That is when I had made my... <laughs> my fatal mistake. <laughs> Fine, she said. Now you suffer the consequences. The hell is that? It's more fitting for your voice. Go ahead. <laughs> when I was five, I cut out a piece... I had cut out a piece of the carpet... I got spanked for it and was told if I ever did it again, I would be beaten like a piñata. Unfortunately, my sister had kept that very piece of carpet and used it as a control device to for munch. me. No. Mm. Dad, she screamed. He cut out the carpet again. She smiles, pulls out the piece of carpet from her pocket, and proudly shows my dad. Sure enough, I got punished. I felt like a dog that went number two in the rug and had gotten beaten with a newspaper for it. I'd rather hear about that dog story than yours. You think the dad rubbed I his face? I feel more bad for the dog. Did the dad rub his face on his sister's carpet? Come on! <laughs> After the beating, my dad left the room. <laughs> Is this the dog that the story's about? No, it's his sister. Oh. <laughs> now, my sister said... Let's watch Punky Brewster. No, cow, I said. Oh, she shut looked, up, Punky Lizzie. She looked at me and said, you just don't learn, do you? I watched in horror as she pulled out a crayon. You watched the horror? Crayon? What's a crayon? A crayon. You know what a crayon is? That's not what you said. And drew a single line on the wall. Dad, she said. Alex is drawing on the wall. My dad's With his own number one. <laughs> My dad storms in, looks at the wall, and says, "You just don't learn, do you, kid?" <laughs> oh, poop! Hasn't I changed. I thought to myself, "This is really going to hurt." I hated my sister, but I really am too dumb to do anything about it. And that's that. I didn't hear what happened. <laughs> Tell me about the dog. Yeah. I'm just impressed that this like eight-year-old sister can keep fooling the dad like he has no brain. <laughs> Oh, well, it's inherent. Older than eight. What was the dog's name? It was a figurative. What Sweet. kind of figure? The greatest figure of all time. <laughs> you can buy Chunks doormats at uh, WTKS.com or Real Reason. Chunks doormats. Uh, good doormats. Uh, as a child. America. He has a kid's book out. Oh, yeah. The Homo for Kids. Actually, speaking of real fast. I was told that we could possibly uh, sell some T-shirts online. Now, I know we're not into that, but I get so many emails of people wanting to buy them. Mm -hmm. The thing is, it'd be like a very minimal cost. Like, we wouldn't make any money off of it. Basically, no. No. It, would be the, it would be the price of the T-shirt and sending it to you. Do we want to do that or no? Sounds like a lot of work for uh, no money. <laughs> you know, you just told... Well, you wouldn't be doing that. They'd handle that through marketing. Over in promotion. I thought you were supposed sell. to say you're not making any money. No, we really wouldn't be. But I saw the price. It's very, very cheap. Yes, all the money goes to charity. Ah, um, uh, it's a good cause. All right, Chunk, so what ended up happening in that story? Because I didn't hear anything about... Uh, and, and I I guess your female co-host? Uh, what was her name? Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. The her. girl that just agrees with everything yeah. Lisa? Yes. All right, Bill O'Reilly. It was Lisa. <laughs> all right, what happened? Uh... uh <laughs> 
Hi, Chunks Factor first. Chunks' new book's going to be called The No Thin Zone. All right, go ahead, Chunks. Tell me what happened about your thing. Well, basically... Christ. <laughs> Just talk. Basically, um, my sister, when I was growing this up... this such a gay song for Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, obviously it did, like, a lot of mean things, but, like, a lot of mean things to screw with my mind, and I usually ended up getting, like, punished for it. And it just screwed cut, my who, head so much. I, I heard something about carpet. How'd that happen? Uh, well, when I was I'd young... Say, let's take a break, come back, and read it to us again. <laughs> no. The worst story of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time. We'll take a break, we'll come back. Good job, Chunks. Open skate next. <laughs> the hideouts. After that, it's couples time, so pick your partner. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And I'm just getting a bunch of inside jokes. Give me one. All right, you guys are talking about Chunks' female uh, sidekick. Wasn't that Kyle? <laughs> From the Deuce Deuce. <laughs> Who actually works with our buddy Elliot. Elliot in the morning up in D.C., D.C. 101. Um, oh God! All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hello to Evil Magdalena, uh, sweetie of ours from uh, DC, who is listening online. Uh, she's trying to avoid studying for finals, and she says she'll be down in Orlando at some point soon, which All will right. be awesome. Can you set me up with her? No, she's way too cool and hot for you. Yeah. She Absol- would kill you. Absolutely, that's not. perfect. Uh, she would walk all over you. I, Even better. Iris, you're in the hideout on real radio. Calling from Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. All right, thank you, Iris. So close, yet no, no, it wasn't close at all. I appreciate the sentiment, though. Boy, how I'd love to talk to the real Iris. Um, all right. Oh, now somewhere in chunks is Fat Man Diary. All right, all right. We're, I don't know where to go here. I got so much I want to talk about. Jesus. All right, we were making fun of the Chunks Fat Man Diaries because for some reason Chunks now sounds like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. And at our old station, we had to put up with the abortion that is the O'Reilly Factor, uh, the radio show. Oh, it was mm-hmm. called the Radio Factor. Yeah. And that's what that music was in the background that we kept goofing on and laughing on. Here are O'Reilly. Here are O'Reilly's favorites. Look at him. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, which is good. Luther Vandross, which is good. Tower of Power, The Eagles, The Rolling Stones, The Doors, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Hall and Oates, The Beatles, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra. He doesn't have awful taste in music. But for some reason, I thought it would be, uh, I was expecting a little bit more. Hey, um, Bateman, did you ever get spanked when you were a kid? No, I was just threatened with it. It's like, yeah, I'm going to spank you so hard you're not going to be able to sit down for a week. Because wasn't that something as part of the Chunks Fat Man Diaries where he was getting spanked? You never got spanked, though. I don't ever recall being spanked. I just remember being threatened with it a lot. 
I remember the fat man diary about him doing the spanking, but not getting spanked. Did you get spanked? All right. What are you talking about? Dubs, were you ever spanked? No, not at all. Uh, I was basically raised by my mom from 10 up. But before that, uh, when my dad was around, I always knew the threat was there. So I didn't have to, I didn't, you know, get out of line. Yeah. I was... As long as you know the threat's there, I think that's the problem. You, have, you just have to let your kid know that but you don't will. But you, don't you have to beat them, like, once or twice to... Because the threat is empty. No, because you, they don't know what it is. You beat someone else's ass right in front of them. And then they know. Who? Like maybe uh the wife. Or the dog? No, the wife. Okay. No, you don't do it. I'm not gonna play along with you in that bit, because that's don't wrong. Stare at it, eat it, woman. Domestic <laughs> violence is no good. But maybe if you hit the dog. Right. Maybe if you beat the dog and say, Hey, I'm gonna treat you like yeah, this. No, hit the dog, the dog. Oh, but you're saying hit the wife. Because she knew what she did wrong. The dog she doesn't. didn't do anything. You're trying to teach the kid a lesson. There's a spot on my fork. I don't put up with that. No, absolutely not. Going back to Bill O'Reilly, you could always just threaten her with a falafel. Okay. That's ludicrous. What are you doing? Now you're doing... Ah, <laughs> uh, unclassy joke, sir. I don't remember getting spanked, but did you guys ever get the soap in the mouth? Because that was the worst. I got the soap in the mouth from a uh, babysitter. A bar of soap or liquid? A uh, bar. And you have to, like, bite it, right? Yep. That's it's... Actually, eat it. Bite it and chew it and eat it. I think that's one of the worst things you can ever have done to you. Mm-hmm. You don't swear anymore. Have you ever had to eat soap, Hefe? Yeah, I think I did once, and it was something awful. I didn't get, like, good soap. I got, like, that. Oh, no. Uh, you, you got the I soap like they, just, they just washed the pillows with, if you know what I mean. You get the soap directly out of the shower that they just had uh, work in the backside. Right. And they make you bite it. You don't even think about that. Who knows where the soap was before you exactly. bit it? You know it was somewhere nasty. See, my parents would beat me. They hit me. I think I'm a very respectful person, though. I think you guys are animals because you weren't hit. Why? Why are we animals? You're the one that has some kind of sadistic beating fetish now. That is true. All right, t- like Tommy doesn't have some sort of uh, slap-happy issue. I don't know what you're talking about. You're just being ludicrous now. Stop it. I'm asking you to stop, and I'm asking politely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt Albert says he got spanked oh. with one of those plastic rods, blinds uh, that are used for the Venetian blinds to open and close them. Ooh, and that that That's left a mark. Oh yeah, he's a big guy though, so I mean you really can get a good smack to him without hurting him. You know, I didn't think about that though. I wonder if maybe it's that's like training an elephant. All right, this is this is better than therapy for a second. All right, so maybe that is the reason that I enjoy abusing uh, like chunks and others because I was hit. Yeah, because I. Like, if you even look online on, like, uh, realradio.fm uh, when the uh, Fatal Fetish Online girls were here, and the pure joy that I got. Bad girl! so naughty! Oh, that's awesome. I, maybe there is some lying issue there. No, oh, you're just figuring that out. Man, eh, well, I never put two and two together before. It equals four. Just helping you out. I heard it actually equals nine. That's what Putin said. What happened? Uh, I used to get hit with uh, wooden spoons, <laughs> and like uh, if one of them broke on me, I'd get hit more with a different wooden spoon, because I guess I broke the first Aww. one. Who keeps wooden spoons in a house? Italian. You are? Yeah. Hmm. Who was your dad? Spoon man? Said, I hate white people. <laughs> you are. Nah, man, I'm Italian. I hate this cracker-ass <laughs> cracker. All right. <laughs> 
bad chunks. So naughty. Ah. So fat. Uh, and the odd thing is, he'd get beaten with a spoon, and then they'd console him by having his dad spoon with him. Spoon dad! <laughs> uh, all right, who wrote this to me on the, uh, Putin? All right, let me talk to Putin for a second. What happened? He's mad because we uh, put $50 on his phone bill for transvestite phone sex earlier. No, that was Putin. Oh, that's right. It was Putin, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I have tape. All right, Putin. What would you? What were you saying? What'd you type to me? I just said I was hitting. I don't enjoy sadism. Were you beaten a lot as a kid? Not a fair amount. Yeah. Do you yeah. like to get hit now? No. You don't like. You seem it. to enjoy it on realradio.fm. Yeah, you got I'm, a big smile on your face. Oh, uh, it's just my nervous habit. I smile when I get uh, in hairy situations. Ew. Like Why don't you go cuddle with the uh, chunks and see if you smile? Cuddle right up to his chest. I'm yeah. smiling already. Look at that. Just right. the mere thought of it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get the soap in the mouth? I love the nod. It's no wonder that you were uh, beaten as a cu- as a kid. Why is that? Get to the phones. Were you beaten like uh, with the spoon? Putin. Hang on, Putin. Be- before you would get hit, would your mom or dad get the belt and pop it? Oh yeah. Well, my, my mom would always my mom would always get the chancla, which is a sandal, and just beat the hell out of me. Chunkla's mom would uh, pop her belt just because she ate too much. <laughs> <laughs> just because she sat wrong. Your mom's probably short. Which is why you are. <laughs> what the hell? The hell is that? Yeah, nice still, comeback there. She still has nicer boobs than you. Stoop. At least hers are firm. Oh boy, what is going on here? Fonzie, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What's up, Fonzie? Hey, guys, you don't know what it is until you've made your own paddle, and you've wrapped the handle and routed it and drilled the holes in it, and then you give it to your father to use on you. Oh, man, I've heard about stories. What, it's like a portable glory hole? Well, yeah, no. that's, that's, that's serious punishment right there. You know what? Um, well, my dad, he was uh, he was in education, so he was the punisher at some points. He was the punisher? Yeah, and he would do the power. He has his own comic book? From Marvel? No. Your dad's Ben Affleck? <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. Mm, explains the hairline. <laughs> You're such an ass today. What's wrong with you? Um. So anyway, but he, uh, he had the paddle that was used, mm-hmm. and he would bring it home. If ever needed. And it was one of those, he would break it when hitting the students, the wooden paddle that he had drilled holes in. Did he make you sniff it ever? No. (laughs) What the hell? No. What what if he paddled a really hot chick? Wouldn't you want to sniff it? No. No, because then he's still paddling dudes. He's like, Hefe, come here, you smell this? Okay. Have it. Did you ever get That's this? Your sister. Did you ever get this thing where, uh, let's say your dad's at work and you screw up so badly at home? And, you know, your mom says, just wait till your dad gets home. Except you know that when he gets home, it's just going to be hell and just pain. Uh, and then you just start crying. You just dread well, the minute he gets home. Well, I was raised by a single mother, so it was that all the time. I mean, it was... Wait till your dad gets home and he never came. Don't make me grab the chancla. <laughs> okay, that's uh, salt in the wounds. I appreciate that. That, uh... <laughs> The only downside to when moms start doing that is then the kids don't respect the mom. They just have, they just worry about dad coming home. No, that's true. Okay. Matt Albert says, one of the scariest times is when you get your mom angry, and then you, 
And then you hear her go upstairs and hear the rustling of her trying to find something to hit you with. Yeah, trying to figure out what would be the most painful. And you're saying to yourself, oh, God, please uh, don't get the shoe or the studded belt this time. That's so true, man. She's not very bad. I'm... I could take a shoe. The belt's bad, especially when you You think you could take them. a sandal? No, well, that's different. To the face? No, that's different. But parents don't hit their kids in the face. What? What parents do you have? You know, I, uh, I never would mess with my mom while she's doing dishes. Because, you know, she can, she has like a plate or something like right there, ready to, uh, throw at you. Really? Yeah. Your mom would throw dishes? No, but I knew there was a threat, and, you know, the parents always look for the thing closest to them to hit you with, and I never wanted to be like a pan. Yeah, Hooch. Hooch? Um, I just, my mom always was a sucker for this one. She would get me in the car where we were, like, on the turnpike or something, where I couldn't escape, like, I couldn't go out the door, go to my room or whatever, before she'd bring things up that I did, and then when I'd be like, oh you know, stuck in the situation and I'd admit to something, doing something wrong, I was always, like, arm's length away. So she would smack me while we were going down the road, and I couldn't escape. Like, I couldn't even get away from her. Yeah, but she's going... driving. You can punch her in the face real easy that way. But I could die then. <laughs> if someone ever's driving and trying to, like, hit you, that's the easiest ass-kicking you can dish out. Well, you fasten your seatbelt, and then you pull up on the parking brake. And then you just hit them. And, uh... You undo theirs. Why are you gonna beat Hooch's ass? Buckle your seatbelt, undo theirs, pull up on, on the, the parking brake. Pike? Oh, you gotta undo theirs. I mean, that's what I said. It works every time. You guys talking about dudes? Marty, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, what's up, Hideout? What do you got? You guys ever used to try and get your parents back? Because, like, there's nothing you can do when they spank you. You're too little to do anything else. Do you ever plan any, like, revenge on your parents after they hit you? The one time I did try to, uh, you know, do revenge was laughing. Yeah, I used to laugh every time. But I'm talking real revenge, like scrub the toilet with mom's toothbrush or poke holes in your stepdad's condoms. All right, I would not. You're evil, bro. I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah, so then you can give your mom an STD. Show it her. Goddamn right. She deserves I'll it. I'll cut it up now. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come. Well, your mom is anyway. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I'm just kidding. You can't even argue. It's a hideout radio. I really can't. I'm trying to think of something to have to do with a mop, but I can't. Real Radio 104.1. Never 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 I want Bang Lee singer this band. Okay, Violent J. Welcome back to the hideout. Reason. Real Radio 104.1. What? What's the story with this? Uh... Uh, the uh, Insane Clown Bossy Violent J had like a huge crush on the lead singer of this band. Yeah, that's why I always play this song. Every time I start looking for an ICP song, I'm like, oh, I'll just play this. Next best thing. Send me a picture of her. She wasn't even all that no, hot, really. No. I think he just wanted to because he thought he could get her. And wasn't, the, wasn't this like Big Omo's place or something? Yeah. Yeah. All right. A couple of things about spanking real fast. Um, I guess Matt Albert was beaten a lot as a kid. I guess he... You know, was consoling himself with food. He goes, <laughs> he called Billy Graham phony when he was eight, and his mom pimp slapped him so hard that he couldn't talk. He goes, but payback is when you send them to the home uh, when they retire, and then <laughs> with the nurses that you know will all hit them for not finishing their applesauce. 
So there is a way to get back. And then real quick, Destro sent me an email at alhefe at wtks.com. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he'd, live, he'd leave his uh, coat in the middle of the floor because he grew up in Flint, Michigan. And his mom would always trip on her or something, was constantly telling him to put it away and, you know, go clean his room. Well, he, he left it in the middle of the floor. She told him to pick it up. He went down to pick it up, and she had a belt hidden. And so as soon as he bent over, she started beating the hell out of him. Ouch. Actually to the point where he went on himself. Ooh. And he was in the middle of the floor you crying, crying. holding his uh, jacket uh, in his soiled pants. I'm oddly attracted to him now. That's like a cheap trick. You wait for someone to bend over, and then you're right there. Um. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless yeah, phones. Garone, that sure is a cheap trick. <laughs> the hell? I want you to want me. You boys are just silly today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hear some half-assed band's name, and I'll just throw it out there. Um. Wait. All right, Dubs, you have a story that you've been wanting. Hook. I'm not going to wait for the hook. It's only 45 seconds in. We have a radio show we need to do. Really? Should we be there now? <laughs> I think I saw these at a Baltimore Oriole. I saw these guys at a Baltimore Orioles game. Yeah. Is that when you decided to steal the guitar player's look? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you laughing at? hate you guys. Asses. Dubs, you have a story that you've been chomping at the bit to bring up. Well, yeah, I mean, because I think this would annoy me as well. Um, there was a disabled boy thrown out of a movie theater for laughing too loud. A kid with uh, cerebral palsy and autism was at the movie uh, March of the Penguins, and uh, they threw the seven-year-old boy out of the movie theater. Because he was laughing too loud. <laughs> would that? Would you uh, be annoyed if you're? Because you're an avid moviegoer. Would you be annoyed if uh, that was going on? All right. So there was some special needs kid who is at the movies, yeah. and he's just laughing. Yeah, just some retarded kid sitting there laughing. Special needs. Yeah, retarded kids sitting there laughing really hard. <laughs> And uh, the ushers kicked him out for being too loud. <laughs> right, what was he laughing? First of all, what is a retard laugh? What is it? Yeah. Have you ever heard Chunks laugh? That's about... <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so we're sitting... Like, you and I are going to the movies. Did to the date? Be, I, I just want to know, would you be mad at that? I don't think so. I mean, it's a special needs kid. I think it's, a, you know, you got to feel bad. Well, here's the thing. You don't know he's special needs at the time. You could figure it out. <laughs> yeah, if you hear that, barreling over. But I think I'd still be pissed. <laughs> I would just go bring him, like, some Twizzlers and shove them in his mouth. <laughs> Shut up, Tar! I'm trying to watch a movie! What are you even laughing at? <laughs> the movie hasn't even started yet. Oh, God. All right, so I'd be sitting there just like, oh, come on, Dubs. Leave the kid alone. You know I'd start going off on him, too. <laughs> Wheels ass out of here. 
right, Dubs. It's not his fault. I think he's probably retarded. <laughs> he's ruining my experience. <laughs> There's a man on the screen getting stabbed right now. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, th- I think we should. Uh, you know what, Dubs? You and I will leave. We'll go. No, we'll I'm s- not leaving. I-, I paid seven bucks to get into this movie. I'm not having it ruined by this. <laughs> Mongo. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what? I can't. I can't be that. You know what? St- I can't. I can't do this. I'm gonna leave. I'm leaving. Why What's would you leave? leave? Why? Uh, why should you leave? I think it's just not right. It's not. It, I, I just retarded. Uh, it doesn't sound like that. I don't know what's going on, but it's not. Dubs, I'm gonna ask you. Don't yell at the uh, at the special needs kid. I don't. I still know what he's laughing about. Hey, Ren. Okay, you know what? Stop. <laughs> just stop. It's not fair. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> We're at March of the Penguins for God's sakes. Why are we even here? <laughs> yeah, All I know is I paid money to get in here, and I want to hear the movie. <laughs> All right. Stop. 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 What is wrong with you? What? What is wrong with you that you would yell at a retarded kid at a movie theater? I don't know if there's anything wrong with me. I'm just trying to get my money's worth out of what would be a movie. Okay, but if you and I went to the movies Mm -hmm. and there was a special need kid laughing at the wrong time, you know. (laughs) I I don't think it was just laughing at the wrong time. I think it was laughing (laughs) nonstop. (laughs) <laughs> but you would you, you would yell at the kid? Someone asked you. The parents have to take control of that situation. But I mean, if you are, if you are, in, okay, shut up, shut up. I told you. Shut up. I told you. And this has only been a couple minutes of it. Try ninety minutes of a movie with this going on. All right, you know what? I understand. Kick him out. I'm not as liberal as I thought. Kick him out. I would throw some jujubes in his mouth and have him his gum stick together. Jujubes! Okay, we're going to take a break. Jujubes! It's a hideout. Stop it. It's, I'm asking. Get out. Go. Beat it. It's a hideout. Kick him out. It's a liberal. It's a hideout on radio. 104.1. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat. I wish I was like six foot nine. Stop. You know, I see her all the time. Everywhere I go, and even in my dreams, I can scheme a way to make her mine. Because I know she's living. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Step in dubs on uh, Wednesday night. 407 That system of a down show threw me off, man. It was great, but it was just like a Saturday. <clears throat> we should have a... Uh, we should go to a show every week. And you do the show by yourself. I'm fine with that if you guys want to. Yeah, there are a lot of shows I want to go see. I want to go see the Foo Fighters... Uh, in Tampa. I think Dubs and I should go. No, you boys aren't allowed Why? to go anymore because you leave early from a concert. You're gonna ban me from a public event? And to make sure you don't get any more tickets. Well, how can you do that? Wasteful. I really. I don't. went there. I have no power. I'm not gonna lie to you. You have white power. <laughs> what? I'm Latino. I have no what? no such thing. 
Sunscreen. No, we're not running that bit. No, I'm tired of that. Because I have people coming up to me. Like, wow, I didn't know you were Mexican. I hear Dubs talking about your white all the time. You are. I know you want to, you know, kind of, I don't know how, spin this thing into something where you can, so you can make fun of Latinos. I think that's why you do it. Shut up. You're such an ass. Speaking of asses. All right. Fox News is reporting that advertisers are focusing more on the booty lately, saying the bigger the better. And I saw this, too, where full-sized women um, are starting to get the attention of, like, Madison Avenue. <laughs> and it's a nod to, quote-unquote, real American women who are, in fact, usually a size 14. It's a good thing, said one teen counselor, who's worried that girls are under a lot of pressure to look thin. They should be. Yeah. It's going to be tough for... Yeah. We need some motivation out there. We need a a gold medal to look at. This is the worst idea ever. All right. Speaking from someone who weighed 290 pounds at one point, now down to a very buff 212. You know what? I agree with this marketing ad if they are promoting fast foods and that kind of stuff because it shows the girls what they'll end up like if they keep on eating like this. Why is it acceptable to be gluttonous in this society, in, uh, in America? We're literally laughed at. We're so obese. I mean, it's insane. Why is it okay? I don't know. I mean, seriously, I don't think that they're should be that plus-size model category and everything. I remember one time, um, and I don't know if they have it here, and I don't know what the name of it is, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a hot topic for fat chicks that I saw when we were in Maryland, essentially. It was just all bigger sizes, plus sizes. What was it called? I can't remember what it was. Hot thyroid? <laughs> Underactive <laughs> thyroid. Hot inner thighs. <laughs> Hot underarms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, could have been a variation of all those. Hot itch. <laughs> but I just it's this seems like the worst idea ever. Because look, fat people will tell you, uh, I'm happy with who I am. But they're not. No. They're obviously not. It's a lie that they feed to themselves. On top of other things. Right. When they're busy not eating. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. In fact, they should only make moo-moos for fat people, so they don't even have the option to buy normal clothes. Well, I don't believe in public shame like that. It's not a matter of shame. Then you can either wear a moo-moo, or you can lose a little weight, fatty. And I'm not talking to you. Or how about this? It's not really public shaming, but they have to buy clothes that are too tight for them. So they have motivation to have clothes that fit them, so they just keep on dropping weight. All right, you know, hold on a second. Let me tell you this for real. I, when I was up to 290 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I tried to go shopping. And I, I went into all the quote-unquote cool stores, and there was nothing that fit me. Oh, really? I mean, and these were, I'm like, these were the cool, trendy clothes when I'm in my younger 20s, and I couldn't get into them. I'm having to shop at a big and tall and that, along with the fact that I thought I was, was going to die that last weekend. Okay. <laughs> that, along with the fact that when I went to bed at sleep and I thought I was going to die and not wake up, 
and I was like 22, 23, was a wake-up call. You know? Because I know for a fact that extra-large shirts now are bigger, are bigger than they were they like five are. years ago. They definitely are. Tommy, what do you think? As a guy who's never had any weight issues, do you think that this saying, hey, it's okay to be fat thing, uh, is okay? I don't care as long as they don't hit on me. I envy... Uh, what? You're so selfish. I envy uh, Tommy a lot because... I'm if so he, good looking. If he puts like two pounds on, he starts talking about how fat he's getting. And he loses it right away. He doesn't let it get out of control. He sees a problem, and he nips in the bud. That's part of what we do with Chunks. We're trying to shame him. Hasn't worked yet. Into losing weight. Actually, he's put on more since we've been out here. But the shirts keep getting smaller. Literally today. And then you put on three pounds today. Aaron, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Aaron? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo. Hey, I think the uh, name of that store was a uh, hot dog lovers topic. <laughs> right, maybe, maybe it is. I, don't, I can't. I wish I remembered. Hot pocket. That's what uh, yeah. it's called. Yeah. And you got a uh, free pack uh, with every uh, plus size. <laughs> Just yeah, a... I think um, that fat people. I think, like, people didn't accept them at first, but then it just kind of got overrun, and then everybody just kind of had to. Well, because there are, like, so many now. I mean, it's not even, like, fat people or minority anymore. I mean, they're running things, essentially. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, absolutely. I love the news stories that are always running now, and they always just show fat people walking from behind, <laughs> and they never show their face. Have you seen that before? Oh, oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, how do you... They can't really show the face because you know, it's kind of privacy type right. things. Right. How would you feel if you're just walking down the street or if you're you know, walking out of McDonald's or something like that and you go home, turn on the evening news, and you see your fat body just walking across the news screen, Is America Fat, the title underneath it? Yeah. And you are the poster child, yeah. the news darling that night for fat people. But there's something in because, again... This is coming from experience. Like, even now, I think that I'm overweight. You are. Which I am. You know, I'm not going to lie, but not to where I was. But how do people trick themselves into believing it's okay? And oh. here, and here's why advertisers are cool with it. Because that just, Very if you're fat, that leads to consuming more. Skinny people don't consume a lot. Well, and, they, you know, if they, if they portray fat people, it kind of broadens their uh, selling market because... More of America is fat than not, and they're targeting a larger group of the uh, the American people. I don't think it's that they think it's okay. I think they're just too lazy to do anything about it. I do. I tend to disagree because they try to dress sexy. They try to show their stomach. They get their belly button pierced for God's sakes, and it looks like a piece of glitter <laughs> or lint. Um. The thing that made me mad, I was at a, a pet store one time, and this woman goes, Oh, I'm not going to feed my, my dog any table scraps. I can't even keep myself thin, so why should I keep my dog thin? Cause Chewing you, a milk bone, bitch. Well, that's, that's, Chew a rawhide instead of eating dinner. The worst thing I've seen is the really fat women who have animals that are so fat they can't walk. Yeah. So that they ruin the life of an animal just because they think that the animal likes food like they do. I don't, look, I don't want to bash. I do. I know you do. I think they should put them all in their own camp. Keep them away from the rest of us. No. Uh-uh. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. You know, maybe we should start accepting them 
I have an idea no. called busing, where thin people get brought on with fat people, and we all just go to the same areas together. But it's an even mark. It seemed to work well before. Chunks, yeah. Separate it's e- called busing. Separate but equal, I'm sure. <laughs> Chunks, what do you think? Fat man diaries? Mm. Yeah, well, society is... I mean, you can't just live in hate. Ah, that's re- enough. Yeah. Let me ask you this. It's obvious you Let have Let me ask an honest question here. <laughs> Is there a benefit to being fat ever? Uh, you know what? I want one benefit. If you uh, were and in I a don't contest want... to win your weight in gold. And I don't want to <laughs> hear there's more to love. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, honestly, though, like, is there one decent benefit? I mean, you can't even win an eating contest. The fat people can't even win that. Yeah, How know. much does that have to piss them off? I mean, they're just in it Some for the skinny Chinese kid is kicking all their asses. Realistically, they're they're just in it for the food anyway. But I mean, they no, still can't win. True. You can make skinny and fat jokes if you're fat. True. That's not a good benefit. Eh. Matt Albert, mediocre. Yeah, Matt, what's a good benefit? All right, you know what, Matt, call on. I want to talk to you. Cameraman, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, cameraman? What's going on, fellas? Yo. Yo. Uh, I have to go out and shoot video of people who are fat. And it's gotten so much easier over the years because, you're right, there are so many more people who are fat. Yeah, I mean, you know, not to... And actually, you guys are in a pretty good uh, area of the country where it's not as bad as some places we've been. It's, you, could, you could go down to two specific places and get some real good fat footage. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, uh... Wow, man, that's good. How much... I would have to say the courthouse. How much fun the courthouse? <laughs> How much fun do you have when you're going out doing this? Well, because it's like you're going buffalo hunting or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's not the most glamorous job once you get to that level. Right. All right. Thank you, cameraman. Here Appreciate they are it. in mating season. I would do some kind of like wildlife voiceover just for my own personal fun. Yeah, take it home and do yeah. a mystery science three thousand thing. Adrian, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Go ahead, Adrian. Adrian. Oh, hey. Yep. Hello? Yeah. Okay, am I on the radio? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, are you guys for real? You really think this way about fat people? Uh, having been a fat person and currently being an overweight person, absolutely. Uh, give me one positive thing about being fat. Well, I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's how they want to live their life. And if that's how they want to do it, then let them do it. I mean, what does it matter to you? If you, you didn't answer the question person, one bit. No, no, no. You, you can you, scare little kids. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Now, that is, you know what? That's actually not a good point because I'm not in favor of people telling others to do with their body. So, you know what, Adrian? You do bring up a good point. However, I think yeah. it's bad for us to say it's acceptable just because you are ruining your body. You know what I mean? Your body wasn't meant to be obese in the way that it is for the majority of Americans. And they're being a bad influence to young America. Well, I don't no, even care I about that. I don't think so at all. I think, if anything, what society portrays as right is a bad influence on America. I, mean, I look just at have, all the eating disorders. And, I have one know, question for you. What's that? What color spandex are you wearing? Come on, though, you don't know. You don't. You don't know that I don't she's. Wear spandex. You, you don't, I don't, are you? Are you a big what kind and of Adrian? Are you wearing? Stop. I don't. No, th- I don't I'm think not. she is. I don't think no. she's a big girl at all. I'm not. How much do you weigh? How much you weigh? You have a fat I sister. I weigh one thirty-five. How tall are you? Five four. Mm. <laughs> so really, she's probably five two, one sixty-five. <laughs> Look, all right, she did have a good point. 
I'm not so much for people telling others what to do with their bodies. But accepting obesity is wrong because, man, it is bad for you. It is not good. There's no positive to it. It's it's just like saying it's okay to be real skinny. Yeah, we're not telling everyone to go on an eating disorder here. I am. Just be healthy, <laughs> healthy body weight, uh, 4% body fat, I think. I mean, it, being fat, the, the damaging too. It'd be like someone with a heroin problem. Being like, hey man, you know that's okay. You keep just shooting it up. You know what I mean? Just keep shooting up all you want. Just keep doing bad stuff to yourself. You know, drug use isn't encouraged here. So why should killing your body by putting extra pressure on all your limbs? And, and basically putting drugs in your body because it's not real food anymore. You're putting mm. these. Uh, melted malt balls and whatever they are. In bonbons. Right, have bonbons. You, have you ever? Oh God, yes. uh, you ever use a um, Foreman girl? Oh yeah. And the runoff and the fat. They you dr- pour it right back on. Yeah, that. they drink that. Yeah. Well, what you ought to do if you're a real big fan is you ought to just just inject it. Just uh, get a nice needle, inject it right into your bloodstream. You never pour it back onto the, the no. burger. You're insane. That's, that's defeating the purpose. That makes it juicy again. All right. Pam, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Pam? Yeah, I got a good point for being fat. Okay. All right. My Makes you sound father, like a dude. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Go ahead. All right. My father got really ill. He was a heavy person when he got ill. He lasted a long time with us because he had he didn't waste away as quickly as he would have had he not had a little bit of weight on him when he started getting sick. All right. But what was the sickness, though? Like diabetes? No, no. Um, he had congestive heart failure. Be- he was, that is a direct effect of him being fat. No, he wasn't. He wasn't fat, fat, but he was heavier in his older years. All right, so hold on. So here's your good point. I'm sorry, Pam, and I'm not here to berate you. I, I appreciate you calling. But your good point was that your father got to suffer a little bit longer because he had extra weight instead of passing on. No, actually, he he lived a good long life. He was 86 when he died. And he was in his 80s when his heart started failing him. But if he when did he start had, putting the extra weight on? Well, he was already, you know, maybe 70 when he retired. Right. This isn't what we're talking about, though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. And he doesn't sound to me like he was like particularly obese. The yeah. people we're talking. I think she completely had no point there. All right, let's take a break. Hold on. Yeah, I agree. We gotta take a break. I want more. Bobby Hill, Matt Albert. Eddie says he has a good benefit. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hang tight, fat asses. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. At my fattest, I could have been impersonating Big Pond. Really? You remember? Yeah, I just don't want to agree. It seemed rude. I think you, you know, I dropped 10, 15 to do it, though. What the hell's wrong with you? I, I guess it's now becoming acceptable I have an, for people I, to be fat. I have a question. Did you still wear tidy whities then? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Did you have to get them from the big and tall store? Nah, at Walmart. That's where I get all my underwear, Walmart. Underwear and all-over shirts of Tweety Bird. Come on. Why is, why do fat people always wear Looney Tune shirts? Fat people are jolly. I knew a fat girl named Holly we called Jolly. That's true. And fat women always seem to have like animals like panda bears. 
on their shirts or some obscure animal like a kangaroo. Eddie, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Fat people wear Looney Tunes shirts all the time because you're going to go into the big and tall store. That's all they have. <laughs> Just because that's the, that's the only option. That's all they have. It's not like a fat person can walk into Target and buy an outfit and go home happy, you know? <laughs> what do you got, Eddie? Hey, okay, this is the deal with fat people. I, being a big person myself, a lot of fat people don't have the self-confidence or, you know, that self-esteem to get out there and actually be good in, in the workplace or in, the, you know, the workforce. So they'd rather just sit home and be depressed all the time and just put more food into their, their face and, you know, can, you know, live with life that way, just within themselves. So I think a lot of people, a lot of obese people don't have the necessary social skills to be accepted in, you know, the, the, is the that whole a, grand scheme of things. Is that a benefit, though? No, it's not a benefit. The benefit, though, is is that because I don't have that body to go out there and win people over with, I have to develop my sense of personality and my people skills and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, by doing so, I meet people almost on a different level than other people. Like, somebody's not going to go out with me just because I'm all hot and everything. They're going to go out with me or, you know, hang out with me because they like me for who I am. And you'll never and get laid, friends, though, right? Do you have a girlfriend, oh, oh, Eddie? No, no, no. Eddie, do you have I a girlfriend? Guess. Well, no, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm actually gay. I'm seeing a guy. And let me tell you, because I'm, I'm you know, such a, a dominant personality that I, some of the guys who I go out with, they're like, geez, what the hell are they doing with you? It's because they know me and they know I'm a good person and I'm not going to screw them over because I'm loyal. And, you know, they see me for who I am. And, you know, it just it makes for a better and a longer relationship. Uh, you know what? And in theory, that actually does work. That last guy sounded pretty gay. Okay, he was. <laughs> Mo. He actually stop. No, man. No, that is not. No. What's wrong with another, you? Another thing with fat people. Why are they always driving in Geo Metros? Look, he brought up some good points. Miatas. He was talking, and it reminded me of somebody. Hello, Matt Albert. Yeah, I have a question. Why did you have me call in when you have Mama Cass screening phone calls? All right. You know what? Stop being so mean. What? She had it coming. Um, now let me ask, that guy talked about you perfectly. He set you up perfectly. Uh, yeah. someone who has no social skills. I have social skills. Gay. Uh, can't go out with people. It's Mad Albert. But the thing is, that's basically just set up as a, uh, you know, you, you start making fun of yourself. So it doesn't really work out. The, way the benefit was supposed to be to have a good personality. And I drive a protege. So. <laughs> Matt, is there really a uh, benefit to being fat? Um, your sweat tastes like candy canes. <laughs> I think I might have just thought of a benefit for fat people. <laughs> What's that? Uh, you could eat cereal out of your belly button. Right. True. I once got a, a, a brush handle stuck in there. <laughs> and uh, I, I forgot. That wasn't your belly button. <laughs> Alright, so you have, there's no positive benefit, cause you are um, the, you are the saddest son of a bitch I know. No, I'm not. What about Tommy? Alright, bust out his blog. <laughs> and then we can read the state of me on Matt Albert. Oh, I, I have a blog that, uh, you wrote. Alright. That last guy sounded pretty gay. Now, that one, yes. That one, it's okay. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Matt Albert's got a black log for you. Okay, come on. <laughs> hey, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. Dude, you should know what that store from Maryland was. I mean, you're tubby enough to go in there after rubbing, you know, Chick-fil-A grease off on your jeans and buy it. And make... All right, thank you. He knew the name of the place. Why didn't you let him? Because he's just making fun of me. Aww.
That's the power of being a fat kid with a radio show. You can hang out. The last out. guy sounded pretty gay. No, he didn't. He sounded pretty cool. I just don't think it's good or healthy to be so positive about being fat, having been a fat person currently, having been an obese and now just being fat. I mean, I don't think we've even really touched on the point that society, like especially when you're growing up, is just brutal. I mean, just Wait. like screws with you for the rest of your life. That's how you get a good personality. You take everything that's been thrown at you we and have you a use whole, it back on other people. We had a whole segment on that about thumbs and knees <laughs> and how awful it can be. All right, let's take a break and come back. And I do want to talk... Uh, I do want to talk to some uh, people here in the hideout about it. Quick break, we'll come back. By the way, we got our first hate mail. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's only your first? Well, this one was specifically about what we're doing. Oh, what was it? Uh, you boys making fun of the uh, special needs people. Oh, whatever. Believe it or not, there was actually a social point to that. But you missed it because... You take stuff at face value instead of looking at it. You're hearing the radio. You're not listening to the radio. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 yum. Don't stare at it, eat it, woman. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Jake the Mechanic here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jake? What's up, guys? Hey, Jake. Just call first off to uh, thank you for the great, great tickets. Well, you're the one who had to get the lap dance from Deuce Childerone, so no problem. Thank you. Not only do I have to get the lap dance, but uh, all my buddies at work, we have computers where I work <laughs> to look up, you know, service manuals and stuff, and uh, they all found the pictures they on the website have them as their screensavers, did like they all s- over the shop. Did they all think I had a good body? Nah, no, they thought you were highly disturbing. Yeah, uh, all of that on realradio.fm. Well, man, it was no problem, and I, uh, I'm glad you liked the show. It was great. Uh, did I see uh, you out at the show? Did what? Did uh, This is Tommy. Did I see you out at the show? I don't know if I saw you, but I definitely saw chunks running by with like some half-naked dudes and some, I don't know, cardboard cutout things. Ah, sounds like chunks. him. Yeah, the, the, uh, <laughs> that he's a mo. The, uh, the sandwich <laughs> board. Thanks, Jake. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, I got this. We're talking about being fat. All right, and Mutter says, and don't even get me started on the health care costs for people just to get fatter. I'm not just going to accept it because they want to eat all day. It costs me money. That's a selfish way of looking at it. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that either. Uh, Megan, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Megan? Hey, I know the name of the fat girl hot topic. What is it? Torrid. I think that is it, actually. I think it is Torrid. Torrid jeans? No, not torn jeans. Torrid. Mm. All right, thank you, Megan. Appreciate it. I get her a prize. Hold on a second. You win something for providing information. All right, now, Hooch, I brought you into the studio. Because it's been talked about on the show before, you are not a small person. And I've talked about it. Well, you know, it's true. And I am not either. You know, I talked about the fact that I was 290 and that I'm still overweight now. Let me ask you, because you can bring a perspective. Now, you say you don't care, but I know you care. What, like, what's in your mind 
first of all, when we talk about stuff like this, but then secondly, too, when you hear things, do you think that being bigger is okay? For me personally, it's not okay. Okay. Like, I have a problem with it, which is constantly why I'm on a diet, which is constantly, like, I, I have to watch. And, um... It's been like this in my family since I was a kid, right. and uh, my aunt, like when I was when I was really little, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a problem with weight. Um, but my aunt, I remember my aunt telling my mom one day that my cousin, always, she always had to watch what my cousin, who was a female, what she ate because it's just in our blood that, like, for some reason, girls in my family always gained weight a lot faster than the boys, and it didn't seem fair growing up. No, yeah, yeah. Now you guys do know that when you're on a diet and when you're watching what you eat. That doesn't mean you just watch it from the plate into your mouth, okay. right? Come on, Big Joe. Correct. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted to get that. Damn, set that in all clear. these years I've been doing it wrong. Yeah. No wonder. And who would have known? But so it's, it's just been something that's always been in the back of my mind, even when I was skinny. I mean, I was skinny for years and years, you know. And um, it was always like. When did it happen? Like, when did you get bigger? Honestly, it seems like it happened overnight. I got really sick once, and um, I had gallbladder problems, which we've talked about on here. And uh, it made like I just we have. Well, maybe, she, maybe she's yelled at us during the break uh. about it. Um, but I got it, like seriously, it like happened overnight. I was like, um, what happened to my size four? Really? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it. Um, so, but you don't. You're not of the opinion then that it's a healthy thing. Do what? you do you have a low self esteem because you're bigger? No. You don't. No. Just because. Um. See, this is a thing that I have also noticed. Like, well, obviously Matt's a lot bigger than I am, so I don't. I can't say anything <laughs> from his point of view. That is true. But um. He has no social skills, like, and I think that makes people pick on him more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like on top of it, he doesn't even like. Well, plus you know, he's he bald, and, yeah, and he's got gray hair and everything. All right, well, that is true because you're 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 a, what you would call a social butterfly. You have no problem making friends and talking to people, definitely, and passing around secret information. So sorry. obviously, that's not I'm an still issue. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, you should be. <laughs> Um, okay, but I did want to talk to you about it, just like from the perspective of you know someone like me who's the been there. The thing is, is that average girls are a size 12 and 14. Like that's normal. And um, I don't no, think I people would... realize what a real size is. No, Beyonce is a 16. Beyonce, I've 16. heard that. And she I really is. It. I don't know if I believe it. But yet. I don't think like have you ever gone and look at a size 12? A size 12 is not that small, and it's not that big. It's just normal looking i think a good size is eight eight to ten i prefer zero now i only date zeros but um eight to ten i think is okay i think zeros are as, un- is as unhealthy as being a size is being large no actually it's very you're entitled to your opinion it's incorrect all right sbk says beyonce is a size 13 not 16 Dubs and i both heard 16 i think you heard you th- I heard it from SBK, so I'm going to take it as... All right, beyond, he's telling me right now. All right, so a 13 is still, if that's, you know... But I said an 8 to 10. I think 8 is average. I think anything over, a little big. I think. I think. I think what do you think with guys? Guys, yeah. I think guys should probably be 32. 32? No, that's small. That's pretty small, yeah. So but. 34 then? I'd yeah. say 34. If you got a 34 waist, you're a stud. Because I, I am right now, I'm going to say... You can wrap your hands about that around that pretty easy, huh, Duran? What? No, it's just that I'm a 34. You are? Yeah. What a fat ass. Hey, what, what are you, Tommy? Uh, 29 or 30. See, that's too small. Yeah, that's, that's, almost, that's, that's almost petite. No, that's no all the chicks, when they see me naked, they go, wow, you're they so go, buff, they go and I petite. can't believe it. Hey, Duran, keep talking. Um... <laughs> uh, 
All right. Mad, Mad Matt Mateo is here to say goodbye to Hooch because Hooch, uh, farewell party tomorrow. What size are you? You're a smaller, slender dude. I'm a 34, 36, depends on the cut. Okay. But I'm like, I'm 6'2". It shouldn't depend only... on if you're circumcised or not. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that matters at all. But I'm only, I'm only 185 as is anyway. I see. Maybe 34. Okay, 34 is average then. John, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, guys. What do you got, buddy? Hey, man, my, my wife's a size 15, and she's freaking bohemian. <laughs> and top it off, the same woman that's got the hoo-ha shaped like a stingray. Uh, all right. Yo, you, you're a lucky man. You're a lucky man. You sound like you got your uh, dream woman. Oh, boy. All right. No, man, I'm not reading any of this. You're an ass. It, I'm not going to make you feel better. All right, 34 then is probably average for a dude. Not average, but good. Well, do you think that? Sh- I think that I think should be average. That should be average, but it's not. No, I would I, say 38, 40 is average for a guy. I bet 38 is average nowadays mm-hmm. in America. I'm a 37. I could actually I could, get, I could wear a 36, but I, I like to wear my clothes a little bit baggier. Where do you get 37s from? Big well, no, because I'm between a 36 and 38. Oh, I didn't know if you actually bought 37 jeans. I would. So which do you wear then? 38. 38. I'll go 38. But you say you're a 37. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because I'm really a 36. What are you, Chunks? Uh, 36. Right. <laughs> no, I am. Now, Chunks is one of those who's a 39, but he wears a 36. No, 36 fits me comfortably. Get in here and pull your shirt up, and we'll see how comfortable it looks. I guarantee well, he goes 30, home. These are 34s. I, oh, God. I guarantee he goes home, <laughs> and there's just marks from the buttons and everything. All pressed into his lard. Right, just pull up your shirt for a second. Yeah, you are not. Uh, you know what it is? Chunks' actual waist. His probably... waist isn't that bad. It just... It's the gut overhang. He's a Christmas tree. Well, Chunks is more. <laughs> he's more loose than fat. Yeah, he's just like a loose meat sandwich. Yeah, pulled pork. It's your new name, pulled pork. <laughs> Daryl, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up? Well, you guys be talking. What about people that have medical problems, like Chunks? He got a mental disorder that makes him like to swallow man protein, <laughs> makes him get fat. It actually, True. that would just actually build muscle. To be honest with you. Huh? He likes to eat cake. After and by the way, everyone who says they have a medical problem, uh, out of the people, out, out of the people who say it, medical problems, honestly, one percent probably have it. One out of ten genuinely have a medical problem. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you may have a medical condition that's because you're fat. But you're protein. not fat because you have a medical condition. You have a medical excuse. I need protein. Uh, and uh, other than Tommy, everyone in this room was fat or is fat, right? What about you, Mad Matt Mateo? Were you ever big? I was a little chunker in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And Putin is now. Yeah. He used to be tiny, but he is The melted candle. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's take a break. Well, thank you for adding the perspective, Hooch. I just wanted to get into uh, your mind for a second. I got a medical problem where no matter what junk food I eat, it just turns into muscle. And as much as I would, it's it's actually true, which sucks. Eh, not for me. <laughs> Obviously. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's Hide Out Road Radio 104. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout, reminding you tomorrow night, Friday night, open door policy. Come on in and hang out from 9 to 11. We open the doors up to the Hideout, allow anybody who wants to to come on in. And it's uh, Hooch's going away party. 
All right, I got a couple things I want to talk about. All right, hoochies are great pictures from the System of a Down show. You're really. Talented. Yeah, I have one of me leaving early. Really talented photographer, Hooch. <laughs> All right, I got a really disturbing message on MySpace. I got to share with you in a second. Yeah. It'll piss you off. Is it from Putin? No. Um. Oh, these aren't mine. I'm gonna make the best. Oh, kick ass. <laughs> All right, up, let's get some news. Time for some news. Joining us in the hideout, hideout news director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? How are you, newsman? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Very good. What's the top headline this evening? Uh, top news item for this, this evening. Uh, that lady wants to, wants to meet with George Bush, the President of the United States, about her son being in the service. She went to her son out of the Army. Now, um... Do you think that George, uh, the president, should meet with him? I, I, it's, her? It's yeah, with her? Yes, I think so. Now, I'm glad Gary was able to correct you. Yeah, thank you for correcting me, <laughs> Sir Gary. The pro- well, he's the news director. He should be able to. Um, are you a Republican or Democrat, Sir Gary the Prophet? Uh, I'm, I'm a Republican. All right. Yay! Now I'm a little worried <laughs> that yes, our uh, news is a uh, bias. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a great mind. Now, uh, that is true. You know what? That is very true. So, Gary the Prophet, what else happened in the news today? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, uh, the Boy Scouts made the, made the news today. They, they said that they want more people to buy cookies. The Boy Scouts? Yes, sir. Huh. I've never had a Boy Scout cookie. Oh, they're delicious. I'll tell you what. Thank you, Dubs. What, what, I what, like three at a time sometimes. All right, then that's where you're going to be this Sunday at 10:30. Yes, well, I'm going to be at this pastor in the dinner ground every Sunday for 12 to 1, and everybody's cordially invited and welcome. As usual, Sagar the Prophet, very good job, my Thank friend. Thank you, God bless you. Have a good evening. Thank you, man. Nothing happened with black people today, apparently. No. Usually we get an update on that. I would love it if that church didn't even exist. If it was just like made up. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's been telling people that for like years. Uh, you know, that would be the saddest thing ever. If that's his church in his mind. And people keep going up there. And, and he's just going into the other room, and he's been giving out his home address the, church the whole is time. Chicken. <laughs> Don't even. That would just be really sad. Mattress monkey, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's up, bro? Lost him. Damn it. What's on MySpace? I'm dying tonight. All right, Matt Albert says, So Gary the Prophet equal fair and unchemically balanced. <laughs> <laughs> chemically unbalanced. So mean. All right, so I got this message from this chick, Bethany, on MySpace. Yeah, what'd you have to say? She goes, I love the show, and I love chunks. Yeah? Here's the problem. He's gay? And she's a transvestite? No, she's a really, really hot chick. Get over here. I almost fell over. (laughs) I could have guaranteed she's a hot chick with that name. Yeah, Bethany is a very hot name. Hold on a second. Now it's not coming up. Oh, come on. Don't do this, MySpace. Son of a bitch. Ah, uh, Rupert screws you again. All right, there we go. There's her picture. No way! Yeah. All right, let me see. Let me click for more. More pictures. You know her? Look at that, dude. She's hey, smoking. Hell. She's into you. I don't know if that's real. It is. It's be- real. I scoped it. There are enough different photos. Really? Plus, I was looking, like, how many friends she's got and everything. Like, they people have actually hung out with her, so it's a girl. How come she's not on my friends list? I don't know. Maybe she will be. 
Look at that, dude. Her hands are usually too busy doing other stuff. <laughs> like? Being a whore. <laughs> Come on. You hate it when now people I like... Now I get you. <laughs> you hate it when people like chunks. No. I what do. I care. I really do. It really bothers me when anybody who likes chunks. <laughs> yeah. When the loser, when somebody likes the loser, everyone hates that. Shut up. Nah. That's the only reason they like them. I need protein. Well, Chunks might be able to be a winner next Wednesday when he starts the 50-hour marathon. Yeah, we haven't talked about that a lot. Oh, going to be over at the uh, Mega Games at 436 University starting Wednesday at 7. Chunks will try to go for 50 straight hours. of video gaming topping the South Korean who died after 49 hours. I can't wait for that. I'm not trying to break a record. I'm just trying not to die. Yeah, well, it's survival. You're like Ice-T. You're surviving the game. Like Ice-T. See, he picked games with too high of an intensity level. It's going to work against them. All right, Bateman, I'm not going to send you the link if you're not nice. I am nice. He's so nice. All right, he just said, what's the link to the whore? That's the way it was phrased to me from other people on the IM. That is a good question. What is that whore's link? So I think it's like myspace.com backslash big whore. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? No. Oh, big fat whore? No. Come on. Big photoshopped whore? Just, be- <laughs> just because she likes chunks. Whore with an ar- airbrush? Yeah, she has a few chunks of her own. All right, she it. They're in her underwear. <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> Tanya, you're in the hide on a row radio. Yeah, that sexy stud chunk, he's such a sex muffin. He, he's a real man. I just want to slap his dugan all over me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you aren't the only one, sir. All right, Matt Albert says he should go on the date with her and do the tard laugh the whole time. <laughs> That would impress. She I, same... I know it's impressed a few people. Does she have the same stable as Sarah Jessica Parker? Come on. <laughs> guys... What? I'm just asking. What? Thoroughbred. Let the poor boy have his moment. Doughbred. Never. <laughs> I never get it. I'm pulling for you. Oh. That was just once, though. I and need that... protein. And that was on campus. I don't understand why Bateman's getting so pissed. Hey, who's the picture of the guy with his shirt off there? That's her. <laughs> oh, oops, you know what? You're right. My bad. His name's actually Barry. Dingle? <laughs> right, come on. Oh, his mic's his booth is off. Damn it. You've had some trouble with that booth lately, haven't you? It's not my fault. <laughs> I never booth off him. I need protein. <laughs> All right, let's take it. <laughs> Maybe Barry can give it to you. You can go, oh, Barry, I love you so much. We'll take a break. We'll come yeah, back. Five wieners in my mouth. Oh, Tommy says Barry. Tommy says he his all the letters are pouring in. No, I was making it up. <laughs> For, um... No, I was kidding. I didn't do anything. Ask Tommy. No, it's over. So we're going to do that next. I deleted the file. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. You're going to hear nothing. It's one thing when we create our own imaging that makes fun of us. It's one thing. It's another when the station does it. I think that was uh, subtle. Actually, it wasn't. 
Uh, we're not sure if you belong on this station. Hey, it was pretty blatant, was it? What, are you in protest now? Yeah. Dubs refuses to go on the air. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 4-7-9-1-6-4-4-1-3-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-
Eating normally uh, takes the pain away. Um, what are you going to do? What, what, what kind of party are we throwing for you tomorrow because you're leaving? Um, There's going to be food. There'll be a cake, I guess. Are you bringing it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. That's so sad. You guys can't buy me a cake? No, we're busy. So you're going to bring your own cake and you're going to bring your own treats, right? And there will be quote-unquote beverages. No, there won't. Are you going to bring girls? I am. I'm working on girls. Um, here's the thing I'd like you to do. Go buy yourself a nice present from us. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. Mm-hmm. I actually I hope got, you like it. I actually got everybody presents. Did you? I did. I bought everyone cool. a present. I ain't going to fight that. No, we don't have to get you anything, though. Tommy, right? open up mine. <laughs> yeah. Not near my car. What would you like from us? Um. If you had a, what do you want from, like, uh, what do you want from Dubs? I don't want anything. You guys already gave me an awesome internship. What Perfect. else do I need? Go to answer. What do you want me to give you? I didn't give her anything. I want you to not be here tomorrow. <laughs> All right, you know what, dude? That's show. messed That's up. That's doable. I actually have to be here tomorrow. Why? Why? Well. <laughs> if you can't think of a lie that fast, then don't talk. I know the reason. I just don't even want to mention it because I'll be forced into doing it. Well, douche chill karaoke. Exactly. You know what? Tomorrow's edition of douche chill karaoke is a farewell song. How about? Which, I think I should get to pick it. You serenade her. Then I'll have to make a new one because I already uh, this one I already made. We'll have to wait till next week then. All right, what song request do you want from Deuce Chill? Uh, Every rose has a thorn. Just give me a song, and what I will do mm. is I, I'm going to re rewrite the lyrics for you. Okay, I will give you the song by the end of the show. Give me give me 20 minutes to think of a really good song. Okay, fair enough. Chunks, what are you going to get, Hooch, for a going away present? Um, I got her something. You did? No. Mm. Are you going to go get her anything, though? No. She was a part of the family. She's a part of the family. She's leaving the show. The internship is up. What do you think you want to get her? Mm. You could give her one of your old bras. <laughs> Nothing. Wow. What about oh, you? Oh, no. You know what? I'm sorry. I got that free coffee machine in the lounge. I'll get her a, a nice French vanilla cappuccino. In, like, a nicer cup, though, than the styrofoam one. In the UFO fill cup? Yes. Porcelain. All right, I'm telling this Bethany chick to call in. I want her to talk to Chunk so that she's not Yeah, Bethany, call in 407 right, Matt Albert wants us to give her the sad Hulk walking away music. <laughs> no. It's going to be a nice party for Hooch tomorrow. Chunks, tell me about your uh, stunt that we have going on uh, at Mega Games coming up on Wednesday. Well, I will be at the uh, Mega Games. I said that. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I'm going to be attempting not to die after playing 50 straight hours of video games. Yeah, I know. Like this South Korean man did. And uh, actually, I'm pretty... I got a little bit more encouraged today because... um, Jerry over there at the Mega Games was really nice, and he's like, just relax, you, have, you, right, you, you know should what? be fine. This is actually a very fun thing, and you have managed to put me asleep. <laughs> Look at Dubs. Dubs literally has his eyes closed. I'm just saying what I'm, I'm going to be doing. All right, you know, you can't even talk about your own stunts anymore. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm playing video games for 50 hours and trying not to die. Hold on a second. Dubs, wake up. I know Chuck's Dubs. Dubs, wake up. Mm. Mad Matt Mateo, can you shake dubs for me and wake him up? Chuck's a homo! What? Whoa. You see what you did? Whoa. You put the co-host to sleep. What the hell is that all about? 
Why what were you dreaming about? Were you dreaming about something? Chunk's talking about something and really not putting any effort into it. I had a dream about that. I'm a dude to take home. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Mateo. If Chunks dies, can I have his job? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I like you. You have to be the whipping boy, but okay. You see how he just passed you up, Deuce Trill? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a joke, and I know you weren't serious about that. Uh, did that sting a little bit? No, because I know it's not true. Hi, now, who is this? Hello? Hello, UFO Phil? Hmm, UFO Phil was supposed to be there. I don't know what happened. I hope Zaxxon happened. You better have been kidding about that. I know, it's Rogueness 3, the one that's missing. Oh, no. All right, let's take a break and come back. Goddamn Rogueness. Tommy, will you be ready with your letters to Tommy? Why bother? <laughs> what? Why don't we wait until 10.59 to start it? Oh, what? You're pissed <laughs> at- Play that one again. Was it saying gay, gay in the background? Welcome back into the hideout, Bob Radio 104.1. Can you play that again? I don't know if that's possible without messing up your stuff back there. Was I wrong in that it kept saying gay, gay in the background? It something. <laughs> We're getting torn a new one. By imaging. Ow. There's an imaging war going on here. They're meaner than the message boards. Much dumber. To you. They love us there. Would you call it virtual hugs? Oh, yeah. We're getting online hugs every day. Kisses on the cheek. Pats on the head. Hide out. Hi. Oh, come on, UFO Phil. I thought it was a blessing that you got hung up on last time. What do you want? Um, I heard you were, you were looking for somebody else to host the show. Yeah, with me. Yeah, I I just want to apply or audition or, or whatever you would I would have to do so that I can so I can do the show. No. Okay. Why, why not? Why do you want to do the show? Can you keep a secret? Yeah. No. Because two reasons. Because I have a lot of radio experience with my shortwave and my wires, and I'm and, always sending out transmissions okay, and receiving transmissions. You don't even you can't even talk into a phone. Yes, I can. Stop. I'm breathing. doing it right now. Okay. And, you, the other reason is because I could get some really great guests on the show. Who would be your first guest? Can you keep a secret? Yeah. Starts with a Z. Hmm. Very, very famous in very many... Zorro. Faraway places, not Zorro. That's a good guess, though. All right. Zach- Zoolander. <laughs> Zaxxon. Yes, it would be Zaxxon, and we wouldn't have to do Tommy's letters. We don't want to do Tommy's letters. Whatever you do, don't ever do Tommy's letters. Why not? Can you keep a secret? Yes. Oh, you're killing me. What? Because this time of night, only bad things can come from Tommy's advice. He's influenced by the bad aliens. I've been trying to tell you guys that for a long time. Why don't you just tell us? I've been sending you telepathic messages. Oh, I got confused. I got confused. I thought you said Timmy. No, Tommy. Kevin. Oh, yeah, see, you probably have a spam filter in place, which is I why do. my messages uh, are getting caught uh, up in that. Is there anything else you need, UFO Phil? No, I'm going to send you my audition tape, and it'll be me introducing a bunch of songs, like, we you know, Bad Aliens. We don't pl- those are your songs, and we don't play songs. I know, but it'll give you an idea. Okay, it'll just thanks. be like me being like a DJ, and then you could see how good I would be on your show. Okay. I'd like to hear that. Beat it. Okay, I'll send that to you. Beat it. Okay. Scram. Come on. <laughs> 
No. I'm begging you. I, I can't take it. Why not? I love this song. I don't care. There's a place where How can't you, you like this? All right, Tommy, I want to hear your uh, shh, letters to Bateman. Stop it. All right, you're not going to start that. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Tommy, do you have a little open for letters to Bateman? What no. Is, what is this? It's nothing. We should just listen to Phil instead. Come on. We've been talking about it all night. Really? Yes. I haven't heard anything. Well, because we were going to do it earlier, but we got sidetracked. Uh-huh. I just like that part. Why? Well, it got your half back. Do we have to? <laughs> it's only 25 more seconds. <sighs> All right, I'm going to go listen to Real Rock. Can you keep a secret? Yes. They're hiding away in the Clear Channel compound, disguised as humans. You love that guy so much. I love him. He's my favorite of all time. You want to listen to some rock? Yes. Stop. <laughs> you know, you really, I want to punch you. I like to rock every once in a while. I you're can't. Hefe, you're interrupting my rocking. Hefe. I can't do it. You can't keep a secret? No. I don't know what you have against rock music. Dark yeah. Magician, you're in the hideout on Raw Radio. Hey, I was wondering if you guys heard about the teacher that was writing a letter to Congress about, like, how Hispanics are doing bad in school and Haitians being aggressive and all that stuff. I heard the uh, the boys uh, this afternoon talking about that on Shannon Burke's show. Yeah, yeah because... I, I didn't catch too much of it, though. What's the story? Well, a teacher was writing a note to Congress, and she was complaining about Hispanics and Haitians and Mexicans in school, saying that they're lowering our school grades and wants to get rid of them. What the hell? All right, somebody give me this story. Thank you, Dark Magician. Driving me insane. What is? Between UFO Phil and uh, the teachers. And now you. What are you talking about? I don't know why I'm driving you crazy. <laughs> okay, this is my worst nightmare ever. Now it's coming out of uh. Why? Why are you uh? Can't keep a I don't know why you're getting so upset right now. Stop breathing in the mic, man. <laughs> you ass. You ass. We're going to take a break and we'll come back, and Tommy's doing his bit. And he's he's such a prima donna. Uh, why read the letters if it's a 1059? Well, we get to do it next. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. This dream about UFO people They fly around in blue and gold vehicles I'm real concerned about alien Real Radio 104.1 And I'll tell you something
right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, this uh, Bethany chick, I can't get her to call in. The one the on MySpace who says that, uh, that she's in love with trunks. I said, call in. She goes, no, I get too nervous talking on the radio. I said, come on. I gave her the phone number. We'll be nice. You she think goes, she'd be chomping at the bit? And she, <laughs> goes, she goes, yeah, right. I know you guys will be mean, especially J-Dubs. Well, I'm just saying, if uh, the deer wants to lick some you know, salt or something, she's allowed to. I'm not even sure what that one means. Right, right. Put a salt lick out in your backyard to attract deer? Mm-mm. Mm. Works. Is that what you did in Michigan? Mm-hmm. By the way, real fast, I want. I saw this thing about the BTK killer who was sentenced to life. Freeing a sandwich? No, not BLT. B, uh. BTK. Hmm. Yeah. He goes because he was like one of these ultra Christian dudes who went to church all the time. Apparently. Yeah, he was a. Uh, Wasn't he a scout leader or something too? Yeah. This is what I love though. He goes, I hope someday God will accept so Lutheran. Me. Was he a Lutheran? Yep. Are you sure? Positive. Boy, Boy Scout leader, church congregation president, called himself a Christian. I'm positive he's a Lutheran. Was his first name Todd? No. No. It's BTK. He's a BTK killer. He goes, I hope someday God will accept me. Uh, the dark side was there, but I think the light is beginning to shine, he told the judge. And so then, like one of the victim's families go, or, you know, the family of the victim, one of the victims, says, I have some afterlife scenarios for him. On the day he dies, Nancy and all of his victims will be waiting with God, watching as he burns in hell. Now here's what's interesting about the whole Christianity thing. According to your faith, he'll be in heaven with the victims. Yeah. Because he uh, has accepted God into his life. and All he has to do is, quote, unquote, genuinely accept God and Jesus into his heart. And ask for forgiveness. And ask for forgiveness, and he gets into heaven. Yes, Hooch. He doesn't have to just ask for forgiveness. He actually has to be sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what we Even said. Then. If he if he genuinely Truly means it. is sorry for killing all those people, he will be in heaven, quote unquote, with his victims. Does that seem fair to you? Then? I don't think heaven works like that. I don't think no, he's with the victims. That's the way Christianity. I'm a Christian. I don't believe heaven works that way. Well, then you're not a Christian. You're not a real Christian because you're supposed to be able to truly. Coming from two guys who who. Oh, trust me, I've been there, done that. You Not grew interested. up in a cult. That doesn't count. No, it, well, it was a Christian cult, but it was the same basic beliefs of if you truly feel sorry, uh, you, can, you can get into Do that. either of you classify yourself as Christians now, though? No. No, because I've uh, seen through the silliness. Okay, then. Exactly. I don't think you could... I opened my... I was there! I was yes, there! Yes, you can, you because it's a, it's, a, it's a basic belief system, and it doesn't change just because I'm not a Christian. I'm the rules don't change because I'm come? not there. Right, look, you shut it. <laughs> I wish it was next Thursday and you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Mateo. 
He was only sorry because he got caught. And yeah. he's just saying, oh, I, I'm sorry for killing all those people. He got caught next door, and the neighbors all told on him. Well, so here's the thing. Well, though. he wanted to get caught. He got away with all that stuff, and he wanted to get caught. Yeah, because all serial killers, really, they're the egomaniacs, and they want to be able to get the, uh, the attention. But I'm telling you, that's at the base of the faith. You can't argue with that's at the base of the faith. If he truly feels sorry and that he was wrong and he accepts in his heart that he was wrong, he's going to be in heaven with the victims. That's always been my problem and with that faith. And they'll be back in hell. Because I'm and sure you can't that's argue with hell. that. That's the tenets. That's what it is. You can always be forgiven if you mean it. Am I wrong? Anthony. Am I wrong in that? I didn't say that you weren't wrong. I said okay, he really you. generally means it, but heaven doesn't but work like that. How does it no, work? No, it work does. Like Where does it work like that? I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> then far be it for me then to make speculation. How does it work? It was a Waffle House in Flint, Michigan. And the place is heaven. Hot waitresses? No, but hot pancakes. Well, who was somebody had their hand up? Who won, who wanted to say something? Chunks, you're a you're a, one of those, a Christian dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Religious, but mm, it's just like am I wrong? crazy Christian. Am I wrong in this? Am I in what I'm saying? No, by their philosophy. That's what it is. Yeah, by their philosophy, he absolutely. And that's why I've always had a problem with this faith because you can be one of the, the most horrific, awful human beings ever. But if before you die, you genuinely say, "Man, you know what? I was stupid." I messed up. Oops, my bad. And I mean it. My bad. Then he's going to get in. I'm going to use that as my mulligan. Yeah, mulligan. <laughs> All those women and children that I uh, that I killed. Mulligan. Yeah, I noticed you're not calling up to uh, argue. Here's a good Christian with a good point. Wait a second, here they are. That's why it's silly. Why don't you try to be a good person your whole life? How about Instead of half of it. I'm, I admit, I'm an awful human being. But I'm not going to try to be a hypocrite about it. I am terrible. One of the worst. I know all the sandwiches you ate. No, and this guy's going to prison for it. That's, he, you're confused. Hmm. BTK killer, not BLT killer different it's not a sandwich damn it bind torture kills what he was going for not bacon lettuce tomato hmm. yeah so anyway i just thought that was interesting but whatever you need to be good whatever good luck with that hooch you want to argue anymore or are you uh defeated so he killed those people who sang waterfalls? No, that's TLC. Oh. That's not the that's TLC. That's a different band. He killed the one. No, he did. I think that was a car accident. By, yeah, uh, and who caused it? I don't think. The TLC killer. Why else would they call him that? What is it? Brakes, transmission, crash? No. <laughs> it's BTK. Yeah, crash. That's with a C. I don't know what her name is, but whatever. And she's dead. You should not be calling her that. Come on. Wait, hold on. What? I got an example of some of the, his music. Whose music? 
He wasn't a musician. Yeah, he was. Hold on. <laughs> this is. It's, you can't set up a joke this far ahead. Who is this? <laughs> BTO. Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> he killed them too. Yeah, I can't believe it. This is a great song. Who'd have thought he was a sicko? I, I know it's the radio, but I just have to. I haven't commented on it all night. What the hell is hanging from your earphones, chumps? <laughs> all night you've just had something hanging from your earphones like you're a retard. <laughs> and now he's jumping around. What is that? I don't know. You look so stupid. You look like a dog, and that's your ear. <laughs> I mean, you look you look so you look stupid like... all the time. All right, Chase, please educate me because I feel like I'm uh, wrong. Oh no, not at all, dude. I, I agree with you like 100. percent I'm I'm only 19 years old and I'm an atheist and I feel kind of cynical. Of the well, world you're already. silly too, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I agree with you entirely. I, I've thought about that a lot, uh, long and hard, uh, about how mm. how stupid it is that uh, you can just you know deathbed repentance and you're good to go. I, and, and and that's and here's what's odd too. And I, we're actually that's the out music we got to go. We should have yeah. talked about this earlier. Damn it! Thank you for the call, Chase. Is that this guy killed people at gas station? I can't believe it. Gas station. That's BP. Oh. It's BTK. You don't have to get graphic. No. No, that's DP. What the hell? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? So you killed that uh, friend we used to have, DLK. <laughs> David Lee. I wonder if he's even alive. David Lee Kissa. All right. Well, maybe we'll pick this up tomorrow. Or not. I thought MTO is where you made the sandwiches at. <laughs> Double A MCO? I'm getting you see my what air conditioning trends. You see what there. it's uh, like to try to have a regular conversation? I know, out? yeah. Chunks, you're such a retard. It's such a. It's like you're wearing a bandana, like you're Rambo. I don't know where it came from. Rambo. Alright, we'll talk to you. If you guys want to pick up on this conversation, you call Phil Henry. He'll talk to you about it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I think he's probably got a special guest that's a specialist in the topic. All right, that'll be good. Yeah. He'll take you to 1 o'clock, then it's uh, real radio music. So we kill people using a, uh, a tape player. What? I mean, what is that? TDK? Yeah. No! I thought it was Memorex. Because it seemed like I was there. <laughs> Is that real? You guys have literally worn me out in this last <laughs> hour. Just worn me out. And that sounds really, <laughs> sounds really gay. Uh, let's see. What's tomorrow? Friday? Friday night open door policy. More details on the Mega Games Chunks video game marathon. That will happen next Wednesday. And actually, he's going to be playing one of the games that the, uh, the, the guy was killing people over. GTA, right? Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Schoenberg middays, Phillips fall in the afternoon. I really liked it when uh, he teamed up with Aerosmith to sing "Walk This Way." That was great. That was run things. Born in the USA, we'll be back tomorrow.
at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Think for yourself. Uh, how about this? Maybe try to question authority and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.